Hello, welcome to the Finnity Podcast, the podcast where three friends are the team with professional footballers dash to his children. When one of the workers finds a wheelchair and never two scope of food, have their <laughs> say <laughs> on the Premier League. Coach Kojo, Yo. you packed this mother effort up, boy. I did. It I is. Did. So many people in here. I love it though, man. It's good. It's energy. It's good. It's energy. If you if it's nobody next week, I'm gonna be upset. I'll, I'll always bring someone normal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you say you say that, but sometimes it's just, just us yeah, two. I can't like once in a while, I just I kind of forget. Right. So <laughs> it's a podcast special, though, man. It is a podcast. link up. It's a link up. There you go. Yeah, um, link up. <laughs> that voice was Toby. Obviously. Yeah, tapping Tobes here. Tapping Tobes. Tapping football. At your service. <laughs> Dan from Tapping Football. Isn't yeah, you got Black Dan here from Tapping Football. Really Black Dan. Yeah, obviously I've got to keep the persona up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast so no. And Adrian, who's by himself. No, no podcast. <laughs> nah, I do my own thing as well. I'm top four podcast. Oh, there you go. Boom. Yeah. My my apologies, my mistake. That's cool, bro. There you go. Top four podcast. You do it with anybody? Yeah, I feel my boys. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet, 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 sweet. There you it's go. Good podcast, man. It's a good podcast. So listen to that as well. I will do. After yes. after footy fans. I'll, I'll put I'll put the. Oh, it's <laughs> crazy! I listen to like a gazillion yeah. podcasts. It's about seven, yeah, yeah, seven or eight. There's seven or eight. I've yeah, got on, the, on, the, on, the, on the rotation now. And it's, it's crazy. I used to have just the white podcasts. So you see, like your footy rambles and all this. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. now slowly but surely, I've integrated all of the urban. I'm gonna say. <laughs> 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 integrated all the urban podcasts. Man. I know on Sunday, uh, on Monday, I'm got, I got to listen to mine, then I got to listen to Touchline, then I got to listen to Shoot the Defence, then I got to listen to The Beautiful Game, then I got to listen to Gold Diggers, then I got to listen to The Lot, man. Yeah, it's good. But they're good, man. I put out, I put out a thread um, of a few of my, my top podcasts, because it's like, it's quality where you come on the TL on a Monday morning and yeah, you're seeing man. all these accounts that are posting up their content. Mm. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a refreshing take, especially when you get like, you know the your your soonesses as well regurgitating oh, nonsense like he did like he did again on the uh, on yeah. Sunday as well yeah. so proper nice 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 because uh, ultimately there's something for everybody yeah like yeah. there'll be something that caters for your taste or for your likes yeah. and whatnot. And ultimately, they're going to be talking about if your team's been involved in the big match that weekend, they're going to be talking about your team. So I'm listening in to think, yeah, I really like this guy, or nah, I hate this person and I'm going to blast them on Twitter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just the way it goes, really. Exactly. But we are not here to tap ourselves on the back. We're here to talk the Premier League. We'll start with the big one, obviously Arsenal 2, Tottenham 2. See, we usually. What usually happens is uh, when we win, I usually have a what is it? I had Jamaican Jamaican horns <laughs> last 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 two times. Every time I did it, it was like North London is red. Pew, 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 pew. But obviously we drew this time, so I can't I can't do it. Yeah, man, no World Cup celebration win for you like, this time, man. Obviously, last year when you not beat us four two, you were celebrating on the streets like there was no tomorrow. You're, you had players half. Half their bodies outside of the cars, slapping each other's hands. Oh, we've won the World Cup, boys. We've done it. We've won the World Cup. And then you come to our ground. You have a penalty right at the death. You don't score it. And ultimately, where do you finish? Oh, no. In our shadows. Oh, no. Oh, All that celebration for nothing. This is For big. nothing. <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. And they're silent because they can't say anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, in, 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 our, in our shadows, yeah. It's kind of... Kind of. <laughs> Yeah, reminiscent, you say? Yeah, of, it does. Of, of, of a it former, does. former time, it which does. isn't that far, 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 far away. To be okay, cool. Alright, cool, cool, cool. It's coming soon as well. <laughs> this year, 
It's looking a bit dodgy for Tottenham. All right, yeah, sure, sure. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just uh, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. What, what's, what's been happening with your guys this this uh, this past month? I'd say ah, uh, um, a bunch of things really. I think I think the new players we've signed, obviously Tango and Dombele, um, still settling, and then he gets an injury, which is unfortunate. Sessegnon, um hasn't even kicked the ball yet, injured. Some of our key players not available as well and then the whole right back situation because we thought Aurea was going or is he staying so then you had Kyle Kapita so he's getting used to life as like um, uh, a rotation option now because he was never a rotation option before he was just a sporadic one game in maybe like 15 sort of guy mm. so he's getting used to the hang of it as well and then it's just usual um, early season rust for us because we never start well we never start well even when we're accumulating points we never start well and it's always one performance that will trigger or set trigger us or set the tone for our um, for our season, and I think this one as well. A lot of people are attributing it to to our form last year. I know our form was bad last year, but we had we had a lot of factors last year, um, fatigue, um, <clears throat> injuries, all that jazz as well. So this season, I think it's just a combination of the factors I initially mentioned plus all these rumours about Pochettino possibly leaving or staying and then the lacks of our key players like Ericsson, is he going, is he staying, Alderweireld, is he going, is he staying, Danny Rose, is he going, is he staying. So I feel like now we're Batongan settled. As well. Batongan as well, not in the team. Everyone thought he had a bust up with Harry Kane. Mm. So all sorts of like rumours, and I'm guessing, I don't know because I don't play professional football, but I feel like psychologically, maybe in the... In the, in the um, maybe in these players' heads, they're probably just being distracted by off-the-pitch matters and it's affecting their football. Mm. Um, so I feel like we'll, we'll find our fluency as the weeks go on. And I think the more players are um, returning from injury and being integrated into the team, the better you're going to see our performances as well. Mm. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, it's a weird one as well because I think for a lot of the players, um, I think that Champions League run last year would have been would have come out a surprise, right? Because like yeah. obviously... At the start of the season, you say uh, Spurs are going to get to the Champions League final. Most people will laugh you out the room. Mm. So that run obviously surprised the fans, but I think a, a few of the players would have cut, be coming on a coming down from a massive high from getting to that um, getting to that final, and they have to like re, now remotivate yeah. themselves to come to mm. start a new a new season. Which I think it might be they might have a little bit of a hangover from the end of their last season as well. Interesting. Let's get to the game though. So uh, it was. Early mistake and early goal from uh, uh, Bert Leno. What's your thoughts, thoughts on Leno? You you trusting him? I think Leno's Leno's a good keeper. Like he's a solid six, keeper. Apparently, he's made six mistakes. The yeah. most out of any goalkeeper in Premier League. Yeah, and I think you know what, since he signed. Since he yeah, signed, since yeah. he signed. That, oh, wow. And the thing is that from from watching him, that doesn't surprise me because mm. I think you know it takes a bit of time coming from you know the German league. It's not as physical as the the Premier League. That kind of thing, but. Um, I think he did have a great season last year, mistakes aside. I think he's a solid enough keeper. He's coming into that age now where keepers start to hit their, their peaks. So I'm, expecting, I'm expecting big things from him. One thing that we can do to help the keeper is not make silly mistakes in defence, right? Get, get some proper centre-backs in, in front of him because Socrates and Luis yesterday, that's probably you know, some of the worst football that they've played in their careers, personally. Like, I think Socrates, he got, he got away with quite a, a few things last year because obviously we had the likes of Mustafi uh, playing in there. So he yeah. was taking a lot of the flack. But I think now, Socrates, he's supposed to be the senior defender there. He has to, you know, be the one holding down the fort. And he, he wasn't able to do that against Spurs. And I think it was initially his mistake that caused us all the problems. And that he, yeah. if, if he defends properly there, I don't think we can see it. And I don't think 
we even give the opportunity for Leno to make that error. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Xhaka then does what Xhaka does, despite having been given the captaincy, oh man. What's your thoughts on that one? Because like, I, I, I he's have brain some, dead, isn't he? He's no, yeah, he's, well, he is, but he's brain dead. He's, as, a, as a captain, he has no business. Sometimes he has no business playing for any top six side. He has no business even playing for a top eight side anymore. Um, Apparently, Barcelona and PSG were after him. So, of course but why do? But why? I, I've heard some ludicrous the same, statements the same over the years. Barcelona signed KPB, yeah. Played him striker. You know, come on. Um, yeah, so that was that was that was stupid. Obviously, they got the penalty, and Harry Kane tucked that away quite nicely. He always, always always gets a goal against Arsenal. Well, he's last five goals. Please, I guess you guys. Is it? Yeah. I think nah, five, of, five of the last six. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, five of the last six. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I think he's joint top scorer in Northland and Derby. I'm not sure yeah. who. So it's Ad- joint with Adebayo and some other guy from like the 60s, I think. Adebayo. Adebayo. Four. Four of his last five are penalties, not five of his last six. Oh, okay. Just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's five of the last six. I'm pretty sure it's four. Ah, a big difference. He's scoring goals. He's scoring goals. He's scoring goals. Yeah. But so he goes, yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's the most important thing. Lacazette then scores the hard, the hard chance, which he always does. And from then, flat-footed from the, from our centre backs. To be honest, I feel like I know it's a brilliant piece of skill, but um, there's two or three sequences there that are just like you have to say to yourself, like just see the game out, see mm-hmm. the game out to half time. Yeah. Danny Rose, no idea why he's trying to nut, nutmeg. Um, was it Guendouzi or I can't remember who it was trying to not make um, um, one of your players and I'm just thinking clear the ball clear into Rosette the ref blows the whistle that's half time 2-0 is completely different to 2-1 because you know what happened last year when it, we went 2-1 at half time they were buoyed and second half they came out and just destroyed us yeah. and then he's not cleared it so it's bounced and then you've got Sissoko Dustin Sanchez someone just cleared the ball cleared the ball and then the minute it gets to Lacazette, I'm thinking, yep, I know what's going to happen here. Tidy finish. Great goal. It's a fantastic goal. Great, oh, great goal, but avoidable. Mm. Completely avoidable. Mm. Again, Spurs, forever architects of our own failure. Every single big game now, and I'll pull up the record, every single big game we play, there is always an error leading to a chance or a goal from one of our players. It, mm. it, it sickens me, and, I, and it, need, it needs to stop. Nicholas Pepe got the assist and he's been receiving quite a bit of flack, considering he's not hit the ground running. What, what, what's everybody's... Pepe. Is he? He was crap. Was he crap? Yeah, he was crap. Okay, why was he crap? Then you, you, I thought he had a decent game. All the gear, no idea. He was. He looked nice. <laughs> it's true. He looked nice, but what did he do? What did he do? Was it like a hobby? Like the build-up players? No, the build-up players were, was okay, but when you need that cutting edge, when you need that something in the final third, yeah. that brain, it was missing. Well said. Well said. And it's not to say that he's on the Wobi's level. Of course, when, not, of course when, not. When, when you watch him play, he's distinctly. Yeah. Miles ahead of me will be, and he's distinctly a, a very good player. But mm. Liverpool, no one came out of that game saying, "Oh, he had a bad game," because he was working the opposition, and at least he at least tried to test um, who was it, Adrian. Adrian. Yeah. This game, whenever he was getting into dangerous areas, he was doing nothing with the ball. Mm. The crosses were wayward, and his shooting was so tame as well. Like that assist, I don't even think we should be counting those as an as an assist <laughs> because Lacazette did all the work there. Where is yeah. his assist? That's true. Lacazette yeah, yeah. beat two players and slapped it with his weaker foot. Like that is not an assist. I'm sorry, Lacazette is assisting himself. I'm stripping him of his. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that. Yeah, Frank, you got them, 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 them. fantasy points is uh, is all that matters, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> now, nah, to be fair, like I think if we have like 
obviously on a, uh, we we did our podcast um, on Sunday, and I, I was sort of defending Pepe, saying I didn't think he was that uh, that bad, and I don't think he was he was he was awful or as bad as man, as Toby on. was saying. But I think if we're being objective, and if that was you know Iwobi or a Kalasinac, mm. that because I'm I'm very harsh on these guys. Like mm. when you know. I was saying I was I was uh, ranting and raving in my WhatsApp groups when people were saying, "Oh, Kalasnach is going into dangerous positions and all this," and I was like, "Yeah, but what's he done when he's got there? Like, this is a guy that got to the byline, you know, three or four times in that first half, and he's falling over the ball or kicking it out of play every time." And so, if I'm if I'm going to be objective and judge Pepe the same way, then I have to say, you know, he didn't have a great game yeah. um, either. One thing I would say though is just our our tactical setup. I don't think helped any of our front three really. So like. I guess people were, you know, saying before the match, Emery's he's trying to emulate um, Liverpool, you know, trying to have them three hard runners in the mm. in the middle. I don't know how you can put Gran- you can put Granite Xhaka in there <laughs> uh, and think about him as you know a, a, hard, a, runner, yeah. a hard runner or a mobile a mobile player. But um, one thing I would I would say is that when Liverpool employ that system, they have their push their fullbacks pushed so high yeah. up yeah. that it tucks their front three in exactly. so close together, so they're able to you know combine mm. with each other. And then we saw that the way we even scored our goal, the first goal, was when Pepe, uh, Lacazette, and Aubameyang they were all within like twenty yards of each other, you know. And we didn't see enough of that um, uh, for, for, throughout the game. We had them because you know Kalasnac, yeah, he was pushing up, but he didn't. He wasn't really affecting the game. Maitland Niles was tucked right in, fair enough, because Sun was pushing him and pulling him, uh, pulling him right back on that side. But I think you know if we're trying to go with this four-three-three, um, we'll play with, with these three up top. I think we're either going to have to do it with um, sort of a five at the back or. Um, we're going to have to wait until our, um, our our fullbacks are back in Bellerin and Tierney to help help um, uh, squeeze squeeze the flanks. But I don't think it will work uh, if he if he tries to employ this again with that same midfield three as well. I mean, yeah, it could be a problem with midfield. I mean, because he hasn't got a a set midfield. Sereros in out, Sabayos will be in out. So I mean, so far anyway, you can't trust you can't trust Jacker with anything. Um, when Doozy has obviously stood out. When Doozy right now is undroppable. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as that. I mean, he's come in this game. He completely ran the show. Mm. Uh, I was so shocked because I know he's a good player, but I I didn't know if he had like the passing range in his locker like that. Um, if he had the ability to read and then make interceptions and all that. Yeah. All that. But he he did everything in that game perfectly, and um, the assist for the goal in itself. That's such a difficult pass to make. Mm. And I was just like, wow, okay, you know what, they've, this is actually someone that Emery brought in and... Yeah, he was good. He was, yeah. In fact, he was class, but I'm not going to give him all the credit for that pass. I feel like Aubameyang's made a, a fairly decent pass into a quality pass of his movement, man, to get in between both the centre-backs. Mm. I mean, it's poor. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's probably, again, poor defending from our centre-backs. Flat-footed, follow your man and ensure he don't get that ball. Mm. For Tongan, um, I'm blaming for that one more than Alderweireld because I, at least Alderweireld, he's, be, he's behind Alderweireld, but he's also in front of Tongan. So for Tongan, that can actually see, see this guy yeah, making the run. Him, so um, yeah. just put him off somehow, some shape or form, just ensure he don't get um, any foot, any sort of foothold on that ball. Mm. But um, yeah, the pass, I'm not really going to give him the credit. I feel like Orba's movement made that. Made I, that I don't know. For me, it's just... I mean, you're right, the movement's fantastic. And again, he's fought into that. Just the little touch that you need to put that away past goalkeeper is fantastic. Um, but that pass for me was sublime. But other than that, um, I feel like Pochettino made a mistake 
not in taking Son off, but in bringing Lacelso on for him. Nah, he was right to take off Son. No, no, I think that was right. Oh, but I think bringing Lacelso on for him was wrong. I yeah, thought he would have Lucas Moura because Son didn't have the greatest of games. He wasn't bad. He wasn't good. But nah, I disagree. Was, I think he was good in the first half, but second half he was extremely wasteful. I, I, okay, I, that's fair. That's fair. I, I think Son was Tottenham's best player yesterday, to be honest. Mm, he was one the of one, our best. I'd I think, say Harry, him, him, Harry Winks, and maybe Christian Eriksen. I, I feel like watching it, I felt the most fear when Son got on the ball. Like I yeah. think his decision making let him down, where he wasn't releasing players probably yeah. when he when he should have been. But I think he was definitely the one that was causing our. Defense the the most the most problems. And that's the thing because his movement was so is so good. And if you're having issues with someone that that that's good with movement, also very quick getting in behind. If you take him off and bring in a midfielder that doesn't have those same qualities, you're not gonna have the same effect. So he's now very narrow. If you have um, someone like Mora who can run in behind, he can go down wide and use the speed and all that. It could have been different, but. Um, Personally, I yeah. think I think the Ali sub was the one that um, yeah man that that, weird that, one. that that was the weird one because well, I think I think Lacelso yeah. made a big difference for he Spurs did. when he came on because they literally couldn't keep the ball for more than yep. you know three four passes and he was he helped them you know sort of retain possession a little bit um, but I think Ali basically came on and just really didn't really do anything like we saw him yeah. dive dive over a couple of times get wrestled to the ground uh, uh, one one time as well but other than that you didn't really notice him when he came on the bench uh, came off the bench so I think yeah. his his substitution probably you could have seen Mora come on. Yeah, well. yeah, exactly. Yeah, Poch made that. More should have said on this pitch today. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't understand that one. Lamella, Lamella was actually, I think Lamella actually played quite well, to be honest. Um, he was alright. He got into good positions, good. and um, I feel like the most encouraging thing for me um, yesterday was um, sort of like the neat interplay between our attackers. I don't know whether that's because Arsenal are traditionally more a, a more expansive side, whereby they will give us a bit more space and time on the ball, as, as opposed to Newcastle, where everything is so compact and rigid. But our interplay was good and I feel like that's something that's been lacking especially um, this season because against Aston Villa we only really turned it up a notch in the second half and even then it wasn't really as crisp in terms of one one twos and give and goes and so on and so forth but yesterday even that exchange between Lamella, Son and and was it was it Son that set up Kane for the the, the shot, the shot, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. No, it was Ericsson. Ericsson. But even that that neat exchange, it's like that's a sign of things to come, and that's something that we haven't really seen much of this season. So for me, it was, it was, it was, it was really good to see, and I really think Lacelso is going to be. Uh, oh, yeah, a top he's going to be he's gonna super be good, player. man. I think he's going to be a top player. So good. I was crit. I'm not criticizing, but I wanted better than Lacelso, so I'm not going to lie. Or better, yeah, I didn't want us to spend seventy million euros on him, but. You can see where where your money's been spent, mm-hmm. and it's you. Re- I feel like I'm just waiting for him and and Dombele to get back into form. I don't want to put too much pressure on them, but I promise you, I think with these players in our team, the days where we're spending ages and ages having to break down teams that get that 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 come to our ground and play low block, I think them days will be gone because we're going to have two experts who can beat players with dribbling and beat players um, through passing, passing to as be, well. To be honest, like I think you is you can't. Like can't take any longer for them to get back into the team because you saw it yesterday and I think you've seen it in uh, your game so far this season that your midfield basically you, you're essentially bypassing your midfield in your build-up play really like you're, you're you have Sissoko there who occasionally you know can drive mm. forward with the ball but yesterday you're basically playing you know route one um, or not necessarily route one uh, up to Harry Kane to head it in but you're playing route one into the space and, and forcing us back because 
uh, you're getting our defenders to turn and start running towards our goal. And I think it was an effective tactic for, you know, for, for the way Arsenal set up yesterday. But I think, as you said, when you're playing against a deep block, the midfield that you have at the moment, Wink, Sissoko, they're not really cutting it. Mm-hmm. So once those two come in, I think it will make an, like, a massive impact to how you play football because I think in the game so far I've not really seen what Spurs are trying to do in terms of attacking well um, it's funny you mentioned that as well because obviously the Winks and Sissoko double pivot it, it, once these two players are back it's not going to happen and Dombele will be starting the, the bulk of matches and obviously Lo Celso it depends on what type of team we're playing if we're playing teams with a deep block I wouldn't even be surprised if we see Ndombele and Lo Celso as the, as, as the midfield pivot but I would expect Regularly, you know, if we're playing a four-two-three-one, it will be um, Endombele and Harry Winks that will play uh, the double pivot, and then Harry Winks will probably rotate with uh, Musa Sissoko, which again makes us stronger. These two were guaranteed starters last year. Now we're talking about both of them um, competing for one spot. So that again, that can only make us stronger. But in terms of our attacking play, um, I feel like the Champions League last year saw us regress a little bit from, um, or outside of the Champions League, it saw us regress a little bit from our normal pressing nature. We don't press teams much anymore. We don't. Yesterday, um, was it yesterday? Sorry. Yesterday or Sunday, whenever whenever it was, the um, North London derby was, um, <laughs> we were letting Arsenal play out from the back. We were letting yeah. Arsenal play out from the back. It was only when it got to the middle um, the middle part of the pitch, that's when we actually tried try to exert some sort of pressure. And today I was discussing this morning whether we're going to actually go back to... Um, those type of ways whereby like we'll press a team, press a team for maybe like a good 15, 20 minutes, score the early goals, put the game to bed and then try and and and, and just operate on the cruise control. I feel like Pochettino, he now has the players to do both. He has in the Celso and Endombele players that can control matches and control the tempo of games and can literally take us from, from one part of the pitch to another part of the pitch. And then in um, players like Harry Kane, Son, um, Ali, you've got aggressive pressers who can actually press from the front, defend from the front and just put the opposition under pressure. So I feel like this season, I want to see a return of our pressing game, but I want to see it with some sort of variety, um, picking and choosing moments, teams, um, oppositions where you actually want to use the press and then picking and choosing your moments whereby you want to sit back and try and break down the team with your slow, deliberate build-up. Interesting. Very yeah. interesting. That was that was long. Twenty minutes. Sorry. Yeah. Not oh, at all. Not at all. Not at all. Hey yo. It's got the fans here for the reason, you exactly. know. Exactly. <laughs> um, where to move on next to? Should we go to your team? Oh, Should we go Man United? Oh, we're gonna get at some point. So it's cool. Southampton one, Manchester United one. So you yeah. you 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 text me or Darren really texts me. Right. Talking about Daniel James, and then then I see I was at work. But what happened was that I was, I was, the good thing was that I was able to see the full result in the end. So when I responded, I was lucky in that. I was thinking, I was <laughs> my response was, exactly, uh, what was my response? I'm going to try to find it for you without taking too long. It was something along the, wait, hold on, was it there? Best save that energy for when your team who have kept, won three games out of the last 15 because you said something along the lines of Daniel James over Pepe. Oh, no, I didn't say that. All right, all right, all right. What, 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 what I said no, no. was, yeah, oh, no, yeah, no. backtracking now, yeah. See, what it was. I've never actually said that. What I said was, um, someone tweeted, um, 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 we don't shop, <laughs> we don't shop in the championship. So remember I told you last week, oh, okay. that I said mm-hmm. that if Pepe does not statistically clear Daniel James, I'm going to go and tweet that guy and say, you should have shopped 
in the championship. Mm, okay. But obviously, Pepe's better than him. Let's not, let's not be stupid. Mm, mm. Fair enough, um, fair you're just saying you should, you should just your Darren, team. Darren's free. the one. Darren's the one that says he's loading the, the agenda already. That's he's loaded the agenda. Yeah, yeah so enough. go to, go for your boy. What's, what's his, <laughs> his, his, his agenda? Is what? It's not, it's not an agenda, agenda, but he's agenda. just saying that, oh, you guys were trying to with Daniel James. All right, cool. So if Pepe doesn't beat him, the agenda begins. All right, cool. That's what it is, but he, he likes Pepe. But like I said, you just should have saved that energy for, for later in the match because they, they obviously equalised, made it 1-1. One, one, well, when, when I've told you week after week now that I have zero expectations, do you, do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. A lot of this people, is my point. A lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, um, Lukaku would have been on one of the end of these crosses. And whilst... It's a valid point to, to make based on the amount of crosses you were getting in there and no one like busting the gut to, to, to finish them. Lukaku also played in the same fixture last year and, and you lot didn't win. You didn't win. You drew 2-2 two, two, and it, again, it was a tepid, underwhelming performance. Thank so like everyone, I feel like everyone's a bit too knee-jerk. Oh, if Lukaku was here, I they would have won this, they would have won that. He's on form in Italy right now. Well, two, he's got two, he's got I, mean, two two. I mean, he's got two in two. He's got his penalty. He also missed on three yards. So, who say form is a bit, you know, he'll plan the goals in it. Of course, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that goes about. Yeah. But saying. the point is, the, the point is that their problems stem further than just oh, Lukaku wasn't, yeah, wasn't exactly. there. It's like Lukaku wasn't there. You you've let go of Alexi Sanchez. You haven't replaced anyone. Your midfield is non-existent. Your Look, best I'll, creative playmakers playing the deepest. I'll explain. Midfield. I'll explain. I'll explain what I feel is from my perspective anyway. Um, Solskjaer's obvious plan when he's come in is just giving the guys that he has no plan for. Mm. So, Smalling's out. Rojo was almost out. Woodward stopped that deal. What did through. you think of Smalling? I thought that was kind of harsh. Harsh? What yeah. was harsh? What was harsh? Like, letting him go like, like that. Get, letting him go. No. Nah. And what, Phil Jones stay? Are you serious? No, no, no. Who's going to offer for Phil The difference Jones, is someone wanted Smalling. Exactly, exactly. No. <laughs> Rojo almost went to Everton for £25 million and then oh Woodward stopped God. the deal. Huh? Why did he do that? That's so bizarre. That can't be true, surely. It's true. No, it's, it's true. It's did, did he feel like a medical or something? No. No, he Woodward's didn't get food to the medical. That's, Woodward cancelled the deal. Woodward, and this is the point I tried to make. This guy's a terrorist. When people, when people, when people, when people, when people, when people say, oh, like, I obviously, I have, when people ask me who do I want as manager of Man United next, the only person I'm going to say is Poch because that's the only person that I believe in as if he came to the club and all that stuff. But, but honestly, if Pochettino was to come to Man United, he's going to be in the same position as all the other managers before it. It's as simple as that. So, when Solskjaer's come in, he's obviously said um, earlier on at the end of last season that I want the certain players that I do not want here that are not going to be part of my club anymore. Mm. And Sanchez is gone. Um, Smalling is gone. Rojo was frozen out. Matic was frozen out until we got another injury in midfield, so he brought him back onto the bench. Um... Thanos memes all over the place, man. Literally, like <laughs> he's just getting rid. <laughs> he's getting rid of the guys that he doesn't want in there. It's yeah. as simple as that. Mm. And uh, I think Woodward has given him the reins on that because he kind of likes the plan that he's got in the three-year sort of plan that he set. They've they've really documented that um, he came when he came from Moldova as a caretaker manager. He knew he was caretaker, but he still came with a three-year plan anyway. Because he said, this is what I want to do in three years. I want these kind of guys out and I want a certain kind of players in. Okay. And I want to play this style of football. So that's what he's trying to do now. So where are the players? That's right. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. So he's got the three-year plan in there and he's trying to do what he's trying three to do. Three-year plan, yeah. I'm he's starting trying. this. I'm WhatsApping this. He's trying, yeah. yeah is he going to last three years? I, maybe <laughs> I, said I don't think so, but he's trying. I feel so, sorry for him. They, make this, they but, set them up to be But the thing is, the thing is, like, 
just before you get into the what the three-year plan actually is, yeah. We've been here before where, you know, LVG had his uh, his yeah, philosophy. Yeah. Well, actually, no, first, Moise, you gave him a six-year deal, right? right? So chosen he, one. The chosen, <laughs> he was the chosen, yeah. So we go with the chosen. We don't, we don't call him that in South. <laughs> That's <laughs> what the club called him, the chosen. The chosen, yeah, yeah, the chosen, the chosen one. This is my house. Edward would obviously saw a plan with him because he gave him a six-year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he was out after eight months, seven months, mm-hmm. done. LVG came in. He had his philosophy. Two years. Two years. Chucked him out after he came fifth, won the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Not good enough. Mourinho came in. Um, top four once, LVG. First season. Yeah, first yeah, season first top season four, but then yeah. second season, um, fifth, fifth, yeah. fifth in mm-hmm. the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mourinho came in. Uh, we need to get back into the Champions League within one one season. Um, and then we'll go go and try and win the title the the season after. Mm-hmm. Got you in the Champions League um, with the Europa. First season, yeah. Came second the the second season. The second season. Mm-hmm. Then Woodward decided to pull the rug out from mm-hmm. underneath mm-hmm. him. Said, you know, I'm not backing this guy anymore. Yeah. Uh, whatever. After giving him a new contract mm-hmm. the January before. So then now, like, what makes you think that Ole Gunnar is going to be given the opportunity to fulfil that three year well plan? Well said. See, this is this is where. It's, it's funny because I don't believe he's going to get that time. <laughs> this is this is this is the thing about Woodward, and I've said this before. I'll just say it for you guys real quick. When he brought in Moyes, he and Moyes came on. I think BT Sport and detailed that um, they went for Fabregas, they went for Cruz, they went for Bale, and they went for Fellaini. Those are the four guys they went for. And obviously, you got Fellaini easily. That was not a problem. Um, but the other kind of was. Oh, it was a problem. Yeah, he delayed it. You, you got him the last, last day. Yeah, like he delayed it for four million. Four million. million. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Valise Clause as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Valise Clause was, was 23 million. Yeah. And yeah. Um, they delayed it. So by the time they bid, it ran out. So that's be 27 in the game mm. instead. So that's one delay in itself. Woodward. Um, in terms of the other three, Woodward knew for a fact that Gareth Bale was going to Real Madrid. There was, there was nothing stopping him going to Spain. But he still went for a player that he had no chance of getting. Tony Cruz was already going to Real Madrid. And yet you told Moyes, because Moyes went on BT Sport and said that I was told the deal was done. So I believed he was my player now. And yet you see him in the Real Madrid shirt. And Fabregas was definitely going to join Chelsea. There was no United pipeline, nothing. He, he had no interest in joining Man United. He didn't even know who David Moyes was. <laughs> All right. LVG came in. And LVG, I think, um, was in May. He, did, he had the interview with BBC. And he came out and said, I didn't even want Falcao. I didn't want Di Maria. They were given to me. For what reason? I wanted Daily Blind. I wanted Schneider in. I'm not going to speak to my Schneider deal, but okay. He wanted those two, and it was cool. And then he wanted to add maybe some other extras, but they didn't get it for him. Mm. Woodward again delaying these things. And then next year, he brought in Depay, he brought in uh, Martial. Surely LVG wanted Depay. He wanted those two. Yeah. yeah, he wanted those two. He gave him who he wanted, and he tried to get rid of the Eagles. He lost Di Maria straight away. Um, Falcao went back to Monaco. Uh, Van Persie, I think, had left as well that year, so it was Rooney up front, and that's a Rooney that was very, very much on the decline. Tired. Tired, all that stuff. So you could see there was a pattern happening. And then Mourinho comes. First year, I won Bailly, I won... Um, Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, and I won Zlatan. Ibra. Yeah. Got them. Got into the top four, top four by winning the Europa League. Pogba. I mean, the Champions League, Pogba. But Pogba was done before he yeah, came in. Yeah. Disgraceful, um, by the way. Sixth spot you finished. With that spend, disgraceful, but yeah, continue. But they, but they got, but they got into the Champions League. Objective completed. Cool. Next year, shouldn't have got go, into the Champions League. Sorry, by it, the way, it got into the Champions League. It's okay. 
<laughs> I want you to admit that you shouldn't have because you literally screamed. You won the competition. John Guidetti or whatever. If not for Guidetti, you're finished. You're finished. You lose in front of you. You literally cruel. You know what I mean? Is it our fault that he That was ridiculous. That's literally the worst Europa League there's ever been for like the past like for like the past like six, seven years. And and you almost bottled it. Yeah. The best one we got pop for one in the final, but we moved. Oh. At least we admit it's the best one. At least we admit it's the best one. But um, got to Chelsea called. Then I was going for the title. City won 100 points, 19 points behind. The gap is huge. He's like, okay. Then he goes to the, he goes to Woodward and he says, I want to be Odeverald. Go and trigger his contract clause. Get the player in. His words were, we got Chris Morning. He's as good. That's when you knew Mourinho was out the door. Because if you're not backing your manager again, at this point, You've got three managers that you've brought in on your watch, not anyone else's watch. It's your choices, and you have refused to back all three of them in the way they wanted to. Second year, Mourinho finished second, didn't win anything, spent a lot of money. I can understand you being an owner saying, well, I'll give you a lot of money, you didn't win anything with it. I can get that, but he can also say to you, well, the team that won the league won it by 100 points. 81 points, at times it's okay enough to win a title yeah. or not be too far from a handful second mm-hmm. or from the first place, but I need extra now. That defense is not good enough. If it wasn't for the goalkeeper, we put, we would definitely win that fish second. Mm. So give me what I need. You didn't back him. So now you come to Solskjaer, you hear Bruno Fernandes, you hear Sean Longstaff, you hear all these Lord. names. Daniel not James. Gonna lie, is it, think, not gonna lie, I think Longstaff would be a good addition to United. It's not bad. No, it's not a bad signing. What? I don't think it's a shocking signing. crazy. At Big Man United. Yeah. He's, 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 he's not a bad player at all. It's not about him being a bad player. That's that's where you get yourself stuck in mediocrity. Mm. But, but point being, point being, he asks, and you can tell that he's obviously wanting midfielders. He right now is playing Pogba in a deeper position next to McTominay. Why? Because he doesn't touch, trust Matic. Fred is injured and he obviously can't trust um, Pereira to play in midfield position. Because when he did last season and this season, Pereira has let him down tenfold. Surely so, he let him down last year. So, so Southampton, <laughs> Southampton, he's given him a game on the wing where he played for Valencia or, when he was on low, right where he played play. well, where he shunned throughout the whole season. Terrible again, no show. So he takes off, takes him off, and brings on Matic, and then Papa goes forward. Immediately you can see him creating chances. more chances, yeah. and he's linking well with Daniel James on the left. That's what he's doing. You can see he's doing that. It's ticking, and then he has to bring him deeper later on because I think he took off. Um, he took off McTominay for someone else, I forgot who it was. Lingard and Gomez. Lingard and, and um, Greenwood. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, and you can see there's such a, a lack of faith in those players that he's bringing on or some of the players he's bringing in because he's happy with AWB, he's happy with Harry Maguire, he wanted those guys in. British uh, players that he was talking about, a right back and a centre back, so he doesn't have to put in Phil Jones, he doesn't put in Rojo, he doesn't put in Smalling, and more importantly, he doesn't have to put Ashley Younger right back. Done. But midfield is a big concern for him. It is, but. Big concern. It is, but let's actually, if we're actually focusing on the game, mm. um, one of the things which your fans, I've heard of your fans mention a lot about is that his subs and his in-game management isn't really that good and yesterday he brought um, on Saturday why do I keep saying yesterday on Saturday he brought on Matic they're down to 10 men no no no, no, no. they're the down re- to 10 men the reason why the Matic 
the only substitution would have annoyed me, but the reason why it made sense for me is because I know he wants to move proper forward. Mm. Yeah, then play McTominay at the base. Play McTominay at the base. Yeah, but and who, who, so, but who, if you, if you, because the issue with um, the Crystal Palace was, loss was that he took one of them off in McTominay and he had, Pogba had no goal because the factors are down to 10 men. So yeah. now it's the impetus to attack. Yeah. So you've got one guy that can sit just in case of any counters and everyone else can go forward and try and get the goal. Oh, so Obviously, it, it didn't work. So was it, so what, in the end, it was, um, what, Matic, Pogba and what, Lingard? Or? Uh, yes, yeah. and then Greenwood. Greenwood on the right. Uh, James on the left and Rashford up front. Personally, uh, I think in terms of his in-game management and stuff like that, it's, it's restricted what you can do when your options are just so poor. You know, like... If you if you look at it right, fine. You say don't bring on Matic, but then who who are you going to bring on? Chong. Do you know what I mean? Was he in the bench. I don't even know who was he on was the bench. He was on the bench, but again, if you but take, you, but you know if you I mean, mean like, for a midfielder, that means you have one set midfielder, and that's the mistake that he made. So so uh, I, hey, I just hey, yeah. I just think I just think their options like so we we were chatting today in the in the WhatsApp right, and then people you know going on Ole Gunnar like he can't be doing these subs, can't be doing that, but it's like. If you look at Man United's squad from top to bottom, it's, it's, it's awful. Like it's not, it's not even like just it's not not good enough. It's like legitimately a bottom ten team. If you take Paul Pogba out of that midfield, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I agree. So it's like you think there's, so? There's, nah, there's, Aaron there's, no, I mean uh, bottom ten midfield. midfield. Oh yeah, midfield. yeah, yeah, yeah. bottom course, ten course, midfield. Course, like so, if 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 those are your options, like there's not really much you can do you, to yeah. change the game when it's yeah. not going your way. Do you know what I mean? Tomine will come onto the pitch and he does the job. That's what he's, yeah, he's okay. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not he's not technically superb or technically poor. He's just in the middle. He's he's, he's a decent player. He yeah. knows how to pass. Um, basic. He can take and win the ball for you and then pass it on to the more. Twenty nineteen down Fletcher, isn't it? Yeah, and he's so trying and he's yeah. trying to. That's create, a good shot to me, fair. And he's trying to create a bit more. He, it was a I, mean, I wouldn't call it a great pass to James. It's a quite a simple pass. I mean, he's right in front of you. Pass mm. it to him. He has to do that. Um, trying to find James with a ball over the top. Um, that was offside. Created a decent chance there. He's trying to do that, but it's not his game. Cool. But Pogba's there to do that for you. So, the options right now are lacking. So, in in, in terms of the game, don't get me wrong. I said, I've said this before. I can see what Solskjaer's trying to do with the team. I can see the kind of football he's trying to get the team to yeah, play. We can all see it. You just don't have the players. That's the whole point. So, when you ask the question, will he get the time? I will look at Woodward and say, are you, are you willing to risk no. the fact that this team is not good enough and it's just going to take time for him to build a team if you back him. Because if you're not going to back him, you sack him. But then if you sack him, who are you bringing in next? Mm. And is it going to be the same rotation? And why would, and why would, and why would anyone want to even come what and manage? Exactly. Uh, you know, because I know you mentioned Poch, right? But then if I'm Pochettino... If I'm Pochettino... This is what I'm saying. Because the thing is, when, when, you, when you were a good prospect for Pochettino is when you have a, a Tottenham side that isn't... Or a Daniel Levy that isn't backing... Pochettino in the market, right? Mm, because that is yeah. what Poch's biggest problem was. He's, he's happy at Spurs. His family is down there, etc. You know what I mean? He's comfortable. He has um, basically the perfect job. He's, he's brought every single one of those are his players. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And all the staff as well. All, his. all the staff is all his. It's a perfect setup for him. The only problem that he had was he's asking for players. He's asking for money and he's not getting it at Spurs. So then now they've he's, he's asked for, you know, you bought a right back that he sent out on loan. You bought a left back that uh, uh, a right winger that you sent out on loan. Yeah. You bought two centre mids where you those are the positions that you strictly Good needed time. them. Almost got Dybala mm-hmm. as well, which mm-hmm. that was a very feasible 
um, signing for Spurs, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So who's to say that they, they won't move for another exactly. uh, forward in, exactly. in January? So so then if Man United come for him and then they're saying, you know, we can offer you this, that and the other, well, Potter's like, well, I can get that here now. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Dybala yeah. is a player that United were looking at, they couldn't get it over the line. And he Spurs, go there. And, yeah. And, yeah, and Spurs, and he, he, was, he was actually more inclined to go to... To, to Spurs than, yeah. than he was uh, for United so yeah. I'm looking at that and I look at someone like Allegri who's available something like that and I'll, I'll say like well if I'm Allegri I'll rather wait another six months if Oli gets sacked by January I'll rather wait another six months see what my options are in summer because the Arsenal job might be available I think that's a more attractive prospect mm-hmm. for for manager than um, than United right now or, or something else in Europe might pop up so I, I don't really think you're going to get a, a top tier guy this coming is, in. But this this is the whole point. Pochettino fought so hard. Remember at Tottenham he came as a head coach and he became manager. He's got control of so much not transfers club. though. Not tra- not, he has not, a say in he transfers. He has a say in transfers, yeah. but in terms of everything else and helping build stuff, he has a say. Now now you come to United and you have people delegating towards you. Apart from the scouting team, you've got Woodward and a guy called Matt Judge who's an accountant but somehow deals in our transfers. So he has no football experience. He's good with bringing money in, but he hasn't got experience with dealing with transfers. Mm. So you're sitting around the table, you're a footballing man, you're the manager of the club and you want certain targets. And this guy and this guy who have no footballing background are telling you, I'm not going to get this guy because he doesn't help the squad. What are you going to do as manager? I think think you're hitting the nail on the head there. And I think with Man United, there's very much a systemic, very much an issue of infrastructure. Ed Woodward simply doesn't understand the game of football. So when he's presiding over who you recruit in terms of manager, who you recruit in terms of, you know, calibre of player, he simply doesn't know what he's doing. Mm. And now and it's quite difficult as a manager. And I'm not saying like long staff is good or whatever, but if Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has come to you, he said, Right, I'm your manager, here's I'm my plan. Yeah. I don't want I don't want I don't want Lukaku no more. I don't want um, flipping, you know, smallings and your Alexis's and whatever. This is who I want. I want my um I want my long staff. I want my Bruno Fernandez. Mm-hmm. If you wholeheartedly back the guy and you say you're my football manager, mm-hmm. I'll go out and I'll make it happen for you. Do you remember yeah. when Falcao and Di Maria came? You said we can do things that other clubs could only dream of. Yeah, right now, that. right, right, right that, now, yeah. it's the stuff of nightmares. He said that. And it's because simply, like, he, it's like he's, he, he didn't want to bring in a, fo- a director of football as well. Yeah. It's like big man, like commercially, fantastic. But let football men do football things. Thank you know how to make the club money? Fantastic. But allow people who actually understand the game to get involved with it. And, and the, the and thing, thing is, is no, sorry, one okay, okay, okay. And the thing is, I think it was our, I think it, our mate Steve was telling us as well because he's a United fan, and everyone's like, "Oh, United commercial powerhouse." Of course, they got money to blow. But yeah. Champions League is hurting them as well. You know, Champ, no Champions but League of football is hurting you as well. That's why he's gonna make so many sponsorship deals. Outside of the club for United because he knows it's no longer guaranteed. So you got Tinder as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Because he knows that. So that compensates now for us missing out Champions League. The thing is, but what he said was right because now if you fully back your manager and he fails, then you can say I'm sacking you. If you're right, I gave you everything you needed, right. and you failed me. He's not. He's not. Go, he's not. not crea- he's not creating an environment for success on the pitch, basically. And true. like the thing is, what I think is really powerful is when you actually have the whole back room like above the above the manager when all of that is moving in the right direction and moving results, in, in, in synchronized you actually see the results like if you look at what man city and liverpool 
um, are doing. There's a reason why they're the best two teams in the country mm-hmm. and why Spurs are uh, coming up and being the closest pack chasing chasing them is because what they did first is they they said, forget about the stuff on the pitch. We're going to ensure that our structure is going to be perfect for that. When we do get the right man in the, in the job, they're going to have everything that they need to succeed. And you see, before Pep came in, before Klopp came in, you have these... Um, you have the they're putting the right footballing people yep. in in the structure like so yep. city city put there that is it tiki tiki burger tiki came a year i think he, he came a year before pep even yeah, joined yeah, man yeah. city and um and the rest and the rest sort of followed so you have um what's, what's the what's the chairman's name um al i can't remember his yeah. name mubrak i can't yeah. i can't remember they put they put all the people in place so that if pep says you know like look how si- efficient city and liverpool are in the transfer market, so obviously Liverpool didn't sign anyone this season, but the season before, finished Champions League final, um, and then Fabinho, Fabinho, they did cater in January, do you know what I mean? Like, we knew they wanted Van Dijk, and they didn't get him before, they waited till January, they got Van Dijk in January as well. Now you look at City, there's no rumours around surrounding, yeah. uh, surrounding City, City's players, like, Rodri, oh, City linked with Rodri. One week later, Rodri's in a city shirt, you know, posing for his pictures and stuff like that. And that's how that's how big clubs move. Look at Bayern Munich, right? All the all the business that they wanted to do this uh, this summer, they did it early, right? Teo Hernandez, however many million. If that's Edward uh, Lucas Hernandez, if that's however many, if that's Ed Woodward, you've seen it with Harry Maguire. He's gone for a similar fee. That's take you the whole summer. Like Thirty days too late. Mm. Well, you see, this is this has all been a power trip for him because he had the key. He was the key man in bringing the Glazers into the club. He was the backing party in that thing. So he's the inside man who knows how to bring money into the club. And he's saying, oh, yeah, bring my boys in. Because the day David Gill leaves, I'm mm. chief executive. I'm the man now. Yeah. And, and he's done that. So David, we've gone from David Gill, Sats Ferguson, who are a tandem. That's what your manager should be. Your manager should be with that guy that deals with transfers and said, okay, we're together when I want a player. So anyone from Vidic to Evra, to Berbatov, to Carrick, to uh, Rio, to Van Persie. When, they say, when he said, I wanted this guy and I want him, he got him. Similar to David we played, we played Cristiano Ronaldo um, against um, Sporting Lisbon in a friendly. Went into the dressing room, yeah. the players were like, yeah, yeah, I want this guy. So I was like, we've been looking at him already. David Gill, make the move. Two weeks later, he's a United player. Mm. Done. That's how business is done. That's big team movements <laughs> and right now big d energy bro yeah <laughs> and that's the thing what the things he is he's but, got big d energy but the thing is triple r energy it's a mad one though because i think that the the mad thing is though like the more he relinquishes power as long as it's to the right people it will make him so look better as well happen. that's the thing it'll make him look better as, as a result because if if you go to if you go to your investors or whoever and you say you know i employed this person look at what they've done success in the pitch do you know what i mean that gives you more 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 power too you can claim that 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 bonus but then when the fans aren't happy all of this it's affecting your share price mm. do you know what i mean that's when you're that's when you're going to get found out how long are we talking about this club for yeah i want to move on to 25 minutes, minutes. minutes. This i want to yeah. well, well, move on look at what don raul's done for them and look at our guy yeah. can we stop calling him don raul don raul you my last my last word on on flipping woodward yeah um He's a criminal. He needs to. <laughs> he's a criminal. He needs to go to jail. But I'm sorry. There was something that's just been ringing in my head, and I can't. I, I can't shake it off. What? You said earlier that Everton offered 25 million for Mar- Rojo. for Marcus Rojo. Marcel Brands needs 
the hairdryer treatment. He needs to be locked up. That is that's, almost that's a, a criminal. Crime. That's, that's, that's oh, almost how, a criminal offence. How much did they pay for a Wobi? 40 million. 40 M's. What's, what's he playing at? Are you shocked? What's he playing at? And I see people giving him praise for um, for Moise Key. And fair enough, you deserve praise. But you've also had a, a ton of players that you bought for ridiculously... They High bought, money. They bought... Uh, fifth, That's the, a the, joke. The, the, I think the Sigurdsson one is the worst one because that was actually a pre, pre-Neymar pre transfer that they paid 50 M's for. So it wasn't even it wasn't even like the market was moving that mad at that time. That was a bad time, yeah. like David Glassen, yeah. Rooney. Guilfi, Guilfi's good. Shit, 50 million. Joke thing. Absolute yeah. joke. So I don't know what's worse, him bidding 25 million or Woodward saying no to it. <laughs> well, they're so both up to you. They're both criminals. They're both criminals. But yeah, that's enough about United, man. I'm tired of that. One team with a poor, uh, poor board, and we'll go to Chelsea, whose chairman is still. Where is he in Israel right now? Right. Oh yeah, uh, Israel, Russia, one of one of two. Yeah, he, he, he can't, he can't he, come he back. He got a visa. So yeah, he hasn't got a visa. Yeah, he's banned from the country. So we will go to Chelsea and the mess that they're currently in. They drew two two at home to Sheffield United. Tammy Abraham scoring a brace mm-hmm. and after the half time whistle blew. What's the, imagine it, the scene when, when Tammy when Tammy finishes the season with more goals than Martial or Rashford. What's what, what's gonna happen there? Wow. Is that gonna what's happen? What's gonna happen there? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm saying imagine the scene. I, 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 mean, I hope you're triggering the other United fan. I really just don't have any expectation. But um on Chelsea it's too hard again for Lampard, man. Mm. Again, mm-hmm. they're not a bad side. Did you watch them? They're yeah. not a bad side, but they—it's like they it's just, just so lose open. control in so many in so many moments of the game. They can be the better side, and they're still not pulling away from the opposition. Like I, the don't, I, I don't understand it. Do you think maybe that potentially comes from, in sort of simple terms, the lack of experience within the sides? So obviously, if you've got your Mason Mounts, you've got your Tammy Abrahams, these aren't guys who know how to win games at the highest level. Whereas some of the old guard would have perhaps been able to sort of see out these games where wherein they're dominating for long periods of time, yet still they come away without winning. I think, I think you're right. I think there's two. I think there's two factors there. So one of the factors are when they're dominating, they're not putting teams to the sword. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I, and we we've known that they've um, they've got an issue with with um, number nine. With not just number nine, just goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing some stuff on Twitter about oh Chelsea don't need a goal scoring midfielder. Blah blah blah. Wake up and smell the coffee. You ain't got a striker that's capable of getting you um, twenty to thirty goals a season. So wait, you're gonna wait, need. Wait, wait, sorry, 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 just reverse. Did you say this? Fans are saying they don't need a goal scoring. Yeah, I, I heard. What on, was um, their manager famous for? <laughs> that's Boy. a great question. Boy, um, I heard. I, I'm so confused. Mm. He's your rec- he's your club record goal scorer from centre midfield. Yeah, yeah, I heard um, from Ch- um, Chessyow from um, Touchline. They were saying that they, they don't need a goal scorer midfielder. I'm sorry, but you need goals. <laughs> you now more than ever is when you now need more than ever when I, you need goals I, all over the pitch, and especially you need a goal scoring midfielder. Like, I think it, on the whole, I understand their point. Like in general, you shouldn't rely on your your centre mid to yeah, score. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah, which, which in, 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 in principle, that's fine. But when your striking options and wing options are what Chelsea have, you have to have contributors from midfield because otherwise you're not going to score enough goals. But the, the weird thing is, that's what we were saying um, last season uh, because they did, they only had Morata and Giroud. Mm. Uh, this, they basically swapped Morata with... Wayne. And, and Higuain as well. So, and we were saying, you know, we don't know where their goals are going to come from. We said the same again at the start of the season, but it actually looks like they might be fine 
for goals because of the way Lampard's got them playing. They're creating lots and lots and lots of chances. Yeah, but I think now, what's the weird thing is that defensively, that's where they're looking suspect. Mm. So I think they they're obviously they're missing a lot of players. Um, uh, back there it's like Rudiger Reese James I think will come straight into the defence yeah. when they're fit then you've got Kante that will come straight into midfield when That's he's fit one. when he's fit as well so I think they will improve uh, defensively so I think they they will be in with more of a shout than what we thought they would be um, before the season started yeah I just think I feel like that element of control is what they'll get when they bring all these players back like in Loftus-Cheek they'll get someone who can offer them a goal threat now as we saw last year and he'll offer them control midfield. In Kante, we have a midfielder who is all action. He plays central midfield, but he's excellent at winning the ball back. He's excellent from transitioning from defence into attack. And he's also excellent at, uh, at tracking runners. So all of these potential counters that teams are having on you, if Kante plays against Man United, for instance, at Old Trafford, he's snuffing out one or two of those counter counter attacks. So, but, but um, you, when, he, when he came on for Jorginho against us, I was so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> Why? Because, because he, he's people have this idea that he's a you know like back in the day when not back in the day, like maybe a year or two ago when people were comparing to Makalele and I was like, they're not the same. I think And he's, he's not someone that sits to defend. He, he chases, yeah, yeah. and because yeah. he roams, if you haven't got someone next to him that would decide to sit, the spaces in behind him are criminal. Yeah. So when he came on for Jorginho, I was like, Lampard, you just have to but, but I think more fans that you're taking Jorginho off exactly. rather than bringing Kante but, but um, yeah no he, he's he's so important to that team and they do miss him in midfield because Barkley gets away with too much way too much I think a midfield three of Jorginho Kovacic and Kante, Kante will work much better to be honest I don't know what Barkley's good at anymore um, I don't know why he has so much faith in Kurt Zuma. I was I was shocked. Bar the own goal, I just like I was going to put that part of the criticism in terms of just being an overall defender. Well, who else is there? I don't see. Yeah, but, but I was no, shocked. But I was shocked that he dropped Christensen. I was shocked that yeah. he dropped Christensen yeah. over over Zuma. Actually. And That's it. and the thing is, fair enough. You want to give Tomori his first um, appearance, but um, isn't Christensen left footed or is he right footed? He's right footed. Sorry, right footed. Either way. He's a better centre-back than Kurt Zuma. Yeah. And, and it's not to say that because, for me, I don't really rate Zuma like, as much as I did anymore. But I don't even think he was that bad against Sheffield United. I don't, but it's him. It's constantly him now. Yeah. It was him against Man United. It's him, him against Norwich. And now, yeah. again, him um, for the own goal. Like I just think, it's becoming a bit of a if, if, if this defender is becoming such a hindrance on um, on you defensively, take him out of the firing line. That's it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just play Christensen. It's clear, for me, it's, it's clear as day that their part, their long-term partnership right now for me is Christensen and Rudiger. Rudiger for me is the best centre-back, followed by Christensen and then followed by Zuma, maybe just because of the Premier League XP and then Tomori. Because I feel like Tomori, although he's better than Zuma on the ball, I think against a, a, a reasonably good press, he's flappable. We saw that at the at the, um, at the the Eurozone 21s. But mm. again, I like Tomori. Yeah. But I just don't think that Kurt Zuma is Chelsea standard anymore. I think I think Tomori can work himself into a defender that could be Chelsea standard, but Kurt Zuma, I don't think he's Chelsea standard. Yeah. With Zuma, I think it's quite sad because ultimately he was sort of shaping up to be that until he got yeah, that nasty that injury mm-hmm. against Man United. And mm-hmm. with the Lampard thing, I think the only thing I can attribute that to is I think he just wanted to give him a vote of confidence. You know, I think he's a player that he's played with in the past, right? Yeah. So I think it was just to say, all right, I know things ain't going well, but 
I'm going to make you my guy for the time being. Show me what you can do. And I agree with you. I don't think Zuma actually had too bad of a game. I don't think he but, did, but he's just a hindrance and to that e- team, Even man. the own goal, I don't even blame him too much for that. Yeah. It's Aspilicueta's fault for that 100%. Goal. That's the worst. That's the worst of the lot. Um, Kurt Zuma has taken all this flack, and yeah. I, although I want him hooked out of the team once Rudiger comes back for um, him, Christensen, and and and, um, and Rudy, um, Aspel Equator, he's Done. fell off he's, a cliff. He's the the Robinson was making him yeah. dance, mm. and and, and that's the problem. It's not just Robinson. Anyone can make this guy dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyone can make this guy dance. His decline is scary. <laughs> he was co- so consistent, mm. and then out of nowhere, just. I feel like it's, it's the, the age, move. Man. I feel it's the age. I feel like it's the move from centre back as well, because I feel like when when he was playing in this in the sort of a back three, mm. he was a lot more sort of comfortable. He didn't necessarily have to run because I think as a defender you hate running out wide. So when that's sort of negated, he was fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, Sari comes in and he now has to play, you know, as a right back again. And I just don't think he's got the legs for it anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's it. Because back in Ashley made his name yeah, right back. at left back, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was he was an elite left back because. His, his biggest trait was that you can't beat him. You can't beat yeah. 1v1, you can't beat him. Oh my days. And then when he went into when he went into right centre back with um with, with Cahill and, and Louise, he was even he was even stiffer there. Yeah. So last year showed us that this guy, 1v1, he's there to be got at. Yeah. And then going forward, he's offering you next to nothing. Yeah. So it's time. And 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 I feel like Reese James, I don't want to put any unreal, unrealistic mm. expectations mm. on him, but I feel like because of how bad can't be any worse. Um, yeah, it can't be any worse. Yeah. <laughs> there shouldn't be any pressure on him. At least he can run. No, but I'm saying no, it's not more pressure. It's more a case of like Chelsea fans. Oh, there's this huge, not huge expectation, but like they're, they're praying that he just comes in and he's the guy because obviously Aspie's so bad that like they can't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were praying that they hit the ground running, obviously. But the, probably another player that they were hoping that would obviously take up the mantle from the the uh, piece that Hazard left was Pulisic. <sighs> And listen, he just hasn't. Listen, he just hasn't. We said this in our podcast, though. We said this in our podcast. They gotta. They gotta take time. There's Chelsea are gonna realize the same issue United had with Ronaldo is that when you have a certain player that's of a higher level, it's not simple to replace him. So when you put the pressure on someone to replace him, who's not as good anyway, nowhere near. You've got problem. I mean, even at his age, Hazard was better than him at his like, when he was that young as well. Like doing what the stuff he was doing for Lille. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Did, yeah, he so, pumped us one time. I remember. So <laughs> in the Europa so, League. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. So you know, there's, but this this is football now, isn't it? They put unnecessary pressure on players and they expect too much from players that don't do certain things. It's like the whole thing that they have Deli Ali, for example. That either came in his first two seasons electric for Tottenham. Did what he's done last year, loads of injuries, didn't produce the numbers and stuff. Oh, Ali's suddenly not good enough. No. Oh, Ali's not good as this guy because he's not a box to box. Ali was never a box to box. That's mm. never been his role. Mm. Put him where he, where he thrives. Natural and he does what he needs to do. And that's the problem with Pulisic because Pulisic, even from a young age, has never been a goal scorer. Exactly. He scored something like, what, 13 league goals in like, in in like four seasons? In four seasons. Yeah. His numbers are dominating um, great. His numbers, his, his numbers are perfect. A league that. Um, Lookman was only in for half a season and hit something like five goals and eleven appearances. Reese Nelson went there last year, scored, outscored you in in less appearances. Jaden Sancho's made a mock. Not to say that he's on Jaden Sancho's level, but Jaden Sancho's made a mockery of that league, mm-hmm. um, scoring and assisting literally every other game. And you're just thinking to yourself, this is this guy has cost sixty million, and he's coming, he's coming. Like straight off the back of Hazard leaving, everyone says, "Oh no, he's not a replacement for Hazard. He's just the talent that we need to buy." But 
inadvertently you are making him a replacement for Hazard because you've chosen that this guy's the guy you're going to buy yep. to, 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 to take your club forward. And for me, I said it at the time and I'm going to say it now, I don't think he's good enough currently for Chelsea. If you bought him in addition to someone else, if you were paying... I think 60 million is way too much, but if you're paying maybe 30, 40 million for him and then you're saying, okay, we'll pay 30, 40 million for you and then we'll probably go spend, if we have it, courtesy of FFP, if we have it, we'll go spend 60 million on, on another winger, maybe buy like a Zaha or Lozano. But I feel like in a, by you just buying him, you're basically saying, yep, this is, this is, you're the guy. Mm -hmm. And you already knew that William has been on the decline for years now. This is a William who scored 28 league 28 Premier League goals in six seasons. That's disgusting. That terrible, terrible <laughs> return. So that you're relying on him and then you're relying on a Pedro who does score maybe a, the odd goal here and there. But last year he got, what, like eight league goals? And he's a headless chicken when he's not when he's not at his best. So these are your options out wide. Hazard is leaving next year. You know Hazard's leaving next year. Prepare. Prepare yourself well before this ban is... Um, this band is in what's the word I'm effects. Effects. Yeah. This band is in effect, but no, you spend sixty million on Pulisic. I get it. He's one for the future, but you need results now. Mm. That's the problem that they 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 are not understanding. You need results now, and he's not it mm. yes, at all. Maybe in three, four, five years. Yeah, he's got potential. Today, he's but not well, in right now. You know, mm. Chelsea don't have that patience. That's yeah. the problem. Exactly. If he doesn't pop in the next two seasons, see you later. Mm. Team that has that patience and has obviously paid off in the long term is Liverpool. They beat. Uh, Burnley. Look at the smile on this guy's face. Smile on his face. I say thank you. Happy man. Uh, obviously, Fox from Daesh. <laughs> They're a problem, man. They are a problem. Well, obviously, big, big, you know, big probably don't think so. <laughs> He's doing quite well now. Yeah, absolutely. It's usually it's a hard place to go to Burnley, but you, you just. Liverpool's, Liverpool's record there is good, though. Not in recent seasons, Philip. Mm -hmm. Last two years, you've won there. No issues, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last, last two, saying, last two seasons, they've done before them. that. You got, you got a rude awakening. I remember. Oh, that Pamin. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, apparently, it was a uh, Trent Alexander-Dinho for like five or five seconds, but it was obviously a Chris Wood own goal. Yeah. Uh, Sadio Mane. Them David Seaman ones, isn't it? I shake my hand. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Sadio Mane, obviously, it's got a nice goal. And Firmino with the pick of the lot, I, I personally believe. But it's not that we're going to be talking about. It's obviously the fisticuffs or like they rob that happened yeah. on the bench between Mane and uh, Salah. I think it's a nothing situation, man. Like yeah, it, it, it looks heated. It looks like it's, it's yeah, something it was, that, no, that's I, happened. I, think, I mean, I think it's yeah. a nothing situation for us. I don't think we need to discuss it. I feel like they're going to handle that stuff internally. Players bicker. They were 3-0 up. You can't blame Salah for wanting to score a goal, but same way, when he's in that position and there's a player that's clearly open for the pass, you've got to pass it. On, but it's not that deep. That's what I'm trying to say. It is not that deep. And I feel like the media are gonna, the media and the opposition fans are, are reading way too much into this. You know, they're hoping for a, a collapse, isn't it? It's not going to happen. They're looking, gonna for, they're looking for that, oh, look, there's tension within the camp, but they're going to be cool, but they're going to coexist. Mm, this, this was the exact narrative a whole exact year ago when we um, beat Spurs. And I think there was a couple times where Salah didn't pass to Mane, Mane didn't pass to Salah. Mm. And you know, as you were saying, I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of, it's a lot made out of nothing because ultimately, I think we're in a fantastic position where we can beat a team 3 0, we could be top of the league, and our problem, our issue is one of our strikers, then I pass it to our other strikers to make it 4 0. 
that's the issue. Hmm. It can't be that bad, right? You can't compare that to playing Pereira right wing. Yeah. <laughs> Pereira right wing scraping a draw against the side down to 10 men. Like, you can have worse problems. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'll be fuming if it's like nil nil. Obviously, you're the only team with 100 point, 100% point record. Yeah. In the league. In the league. Football pyramid, right? Yeah. Is this starting, are you starting to. Believe, believe. LOL. This this early in the season, I <laughs> no, know, no, but no, it no, could. No. You, you, you might be. I think optimistic. Well, I think um, the fact we've got a hundred percent win records. I think what that says is that when if we are going to Pip City, we're going to need to be at our optimum best, mm-hmm. and we're going to need to accumulate as many points as we possibly can. And I think it's tough. It's very very tough because we're in a position where we're clearly head and shoulders above eighteen out of our nineteen competitors, mm-hmm. and in you know. I think what's the statistic? Something like in um, 113 seasons, we won the league, mm-hmm. and I think it's, yeah, no, no, no. Actually, yeah, yeah, I get you. And I think for me, I think the main thing is we're always going to be battling City, mm-hmm. and you know when people say things like there are tough, tough away grounds, like mm-hmm. Selhurst Park is a tough away ground, or um, well, Turf Moor is a tough away ground. Facts of the matter is the stakes that where we are at. And who we're battling against, or battling against the beast. Mm-hmm. Jose Mourinho told us that you need to be pamming these teams. You need to be yeah. winning. Mm-hmm. You need to be turning up to these away grounds. Three 0 getting a coach home. Happy day. So I think for us this season, yeah, it's hundred percent win record. But I'm not reading into that at the moment. We just was, need to just need to keep winning. Sorry, sorry. There was talk before, uh, like last season, that you were lucky with with uh, your fitness and your lack of injuries. Hundred percent players. Considering that all three of your key men. We're in uh, uh, international tournaments over the summer. Mm-hmm. Is that now f- a threat, considering that the style I of play especially, is intense? Especially when you factor in the facts that we've got the um, Club World Championships in December. Uh, yeah. But I think, ultimately, that's down to Jurgen Klopp. That's down to Jurgen Klopp's you know, fitness team to manage them and to use players like your Origis, like your Shaqiris, appropriately. Mm-hmm. Because, as we know, they're not at the same standard as the front three. So... In a game, maybe, I don't know, if you've got like a Watford at home, you can maybe, you know, give Salah a bit of a rest, give Firmino a bit of a rest, vice versa. So I think for us, yeah, because if, if Virgil van Dijk goes down, that's title race over. If one of the front three go down, that's title race over. Mm. And I think our midfield, I think it's in, very industrial. And I think they're all just spokes in the same machine. Mm-hmm. So if one of them goes down, like if a Ox goes down, if a Cater goes down, if a Wijnaldum was to go down, I think because they're all of the same thing, we can deal with that. But I don't know if they're all the same thing. Ox and Kater. Ox and Kater are different to the rest, but I mean the same thing in terms okay, of they're, they're, they're okay, functioning yeah, in the team. They kind of fit in, yeah, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're just to be dogs, essentially. Yeah. You know, if one of our fullbacks were to go, go get down, and the reason why our um, our midfield is able to get away with having poor numbers, like goal and assist contributions, is the fact that... Our fullbacks provide, we almost, when we attack, we bypass our midfield, mm-hmm. so... I'm not expecting Henderson to pull something out of the bag. I'm, I, I think I'm more likely to see Van Dijk ping it, diag it to to, yeah. mm. to mm-hmm. man to yeah to Salah mm-hmm. as opposed to you know Hendo playing one for the added needle. So I think you know I think we found our style of play, we found our niche. But I think I think you're spot on. I think if we were to get an injury, mm-hmm. we are finished. Like Laporte went down, big thing, but the pendulum hasn't quite shifted because mm. I think City can they can patch it over. You know Benjamin Mendy hasn't played for two years. They've, they've had Shemchenko deputise, they've had, you know, um, 
self-deputized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've signed Angelino in the summer as well. Yeah. Whereas us, you know, Robertson goes down, especially, you know... Angelino looks dead, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's to be fair. Not but he's a body, I guess. He's a body, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but whereas in our case, if, 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 if um, Robert was to go down, I don't rate Moreno, but Moreno's also a body. No, but he's, gone. Oh, he's gone. But he's gone, exactly. Yeah. So now it's the thing we're like, hang on a minute, we're kind of scarce in that position. So the spot on. It's all a matter of Klopp managing his play as well. I know when to rest the player. So some games, slap me on the right back, slap me on the left back, give the full backs a rest because we don't want to, you know, overexert these guys. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like this one, um, it's a soft spot for me because I feel like we were well, our injury record isn't the best anyway, but I feel like we were in a similar position last year whereby our players were literally knackered from the World Cup yep. and they come straight straight into the Premier League. I think it was against Newcastle your first game you had yeah. half your squad missing. Yeah, yeah. and um, they're just picking up injuries after injuries after injuries. Not to say that our our fitness team um, are, are the same as yours because I, I know obviously Pochettino does his double session so I feel like maybe potentially Pochettino's training um, takes its toll on, on the human body more so than um, Jurgen Klopp's training, training training methods would but if I was a Liverpool fan, I'm always going to have that at the back of my mind. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I know obviously there's some fans to. who are like willingly wishing for it to happen, but like it's just in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking, what if though? Everyone's like, there are Liverpool fans will say, oh no, but everyone's wishing us to get injury. I don't think everyone's wishing on you to get injury, but it's something you have to keep at the back of your mind because these guys have been going non-stop for like the past year and a bit non-stop Bear the man two Champions League finals on the bounce as well so yeah, that's about yeah. 50 that's like 100 games yeah. Yeah. two seasons um, I think um, is this is, are we going to have a winter break not this, this season no, this next season, season. Yeah, like yeah, that February one because I think as well um, it is that Christmas period that's crucial for every club mm-hmm. right um, because obviously you, you don't have the Champions League anymore yeah. um, for, for like two, two, two months I believe like and then, February, yeah. yeah and but then what you do have is literally game after game after game after game yeah. and I think that's the crucial period and that's what normally it's January time when Liverpool have their oh, their our, our blip pause um, no it's actually going to start this it's season, season. Oh, it's this season. season. Yeah. Okay. this season 2021 yeah. yeah so I think yeah. I think, I think that's fantastic. I was going to say I think that that's actually that period is actually going to be key yeah. um, for, for for teams because I think it's sometime in February yeah, it uh, is. when when that when that break is before you know sort of Champions League starts yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Being, that's really good because the thing is after that Christmas period where you're playing Wednesday Saturday then you yeah. might be on a Tuesday as well and then you're playing on a Friday because of Boxing Day or something like that. Mm. That is where you see all the injuries that and and Liverpool on the clock historically January is when they've had that. It's been your worst month, yeah. I think, for points accumulation. So I think if you're still in and about it after that period after that January and then you come through after that winter break with maybe like a point or two within City that's when you'll see the the the, the crunch time and what your yeah. what your squad's what your squad's really made of because I think what what you said is uh is really interesting that like 113 seasons whatever you'd won the league mm-hmm. but the one time you wouldn't have or the two times you didn't would have been City with their 100 mm-hmm. points and 98 points so you know that they're going to be capable out of doing that again we said i've said this on the pod as well like i think city they're gonna get 95 points minimum minimum do you know what i mean like they're not gonna drop more points than that right so if you want to win the title i think it's even best case scenario you know what i mean if you want to win the title you're gonna have to replicate everything that you did last season if not more do you know what i mean so i think 
you Mr. Know, Trick that, not signing anyone. Not signing anyone, I think, is, is mad. Because I think that, you know, could, that could come back to bite us. Yeah, and, and, and I don't want to hear that excuse about, oh, but who are you going to sign? This squad's perfect, all to, of this. To, 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 Who are you going to sign? Who are you gonna, it's not perfect. It's, it's either, <laughs> you're either here, who are you going to sign that's going to... That that that's gonna come in and want to sit on the bench. And for up front, I think that's a valid point. And who are we gonna sign to? Um, who um, who are we gonna sign that's gonna be an upgrade on Henderson, Kante, all this? Like, I feel like I feel like if Man City are getting it done, then you need to follow follow suit. Mm. You need to follow suit. I'm, and I'm sorry, I, I I'll find it hard to believe that someone with Jurgen Klopp's charisma, charm. You can't convince a player to come and be part and, and of fight, fight for and be a, part a place of the first team. I'm sorry, I, I refuse to believe it. Even if it is, yeah. even the, if it is a bench. Do you know, do you know what I think is, is mad? Because I think, yeah. I think what what is right is you don't sign backups necessarily, right? Unless they're young. Mm-hmm. So like when you buy a player, you should be buying them for your first team, and then the squad option will be made based on who is better out of who you yeah. had there there before, right? So. I think for your fullbacks, I think what you could have done. So you've got that. I can't remember what his name is. You got that young. Uh, no, no, it's like a left back. He played for um, in the preseason. I think his name is Lindsay oh, B or something. Yeah, yeah, something and he had like that, that nasty injury, right? Yeah, yeah. So you had you had a young yeah, left back. Yeah. I think that you were going to bring in, but um, so I think that's fine. But I think in midfield, so obviously he's got. He played right back. No, nah, it's, it's, I can't it, remember. It was another guy. I, I think it was French or something. Yeah, I can't remember his name. And, and then when we were playing Seville, so I'm not sure if you guys remember, like one of the players like kicked him on his leg. Looks like he's yeah, going to yeah, have like, yeah, a master yeah, yeah. injury. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't, like, his name's escaped me at the moment. Um, but then I think when you look at Henderson um, or Wijnaldum, and they start a lot of your big games, your big games yeah. normally Henderson, Wijnaldum. Especially at Anfield. Yeah. yeah, Henderson, Wijnaldum, Fabinho, right? So I'm looking at those two and I'm thinking, right, they give you industry. But if you look across, uh, across uh, well, a bit further a bit further up to, to Manchester. Daniel M60, yeah. <laughs> Daniel M60. And you're seeing Bernardo Silva giving you that same industry, but also giving you that quality, Plus. right? Do you know what I mean? So I think industry alone is not enough because you can get someone, like, if you look at a Bruno Fernandes, the amount of work that this guy puts in when he's playing for Sporting, and you're looking at, if you want him to do that Henderson role and, you know, track people, put a foot in, get hungry, be on the ball, he can do that. But then also... He can slap in a goal from from thirty yards as well. Multiple, multiple times a multiple season. Multiple times a season. Pass the ball. Yeah. Pass the ball. Take a take a free well. kick. Take a set piece. So I don't oh. I don't I don't see why. So I get Henderson. He's a leader and all this stuff because make I, him a role player. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He can come in and he can have a role in the team. Mm-hmm. But you can sign an upgrade on Henderson I for agree. sure, without a doubt, you know, and then and then if someone gets injured, you still have a Henderson to bring in who is, you you know, can be relied upon to do that role. So I think you sh- if you do want to win this title, you need to move for someone in January. I know it's difficult, no, no, but I think you need to move move for someone in January to make to be that difference maker. Do you think it's an excuse that, uh, obviously what Jürgen Klopp said in the summer when he didn't sign anybody is that we signed all these players, and we, it's, got, it's obviously going to take a toll. Do you believe that? Oh, in terms of financially, financially. Um, again, I don't understand how football clubs are run. Mm-hmm. I understand, you know, when you've got you know things like FFP and as Jurgen Klopp put it, we've got bills to be paid. Mm-hmm. I just have to take his word for it that between him and the owners and whoever you know whoever makes the decisions, um, I, I I don't know personally. I would have, of course, I would have loved to have seen signings. Well, I, I saw Paul Joyce 
today so this week, that, right? that, that yeah. you're, um, you've made like you've made like, you made, like 50 million this season. potentially yeah. made fifty million, yeah, right. and I think your net spend over the past couple of years has been what like over like five six years like seventy two million. I find it hard to believe that mm. FSG can't put their money in their pocket mm. and spend, especially after some of the comments that. Um, that um, John, John Henry, Henry was, was making, making, yeah, we're willing to do this, that, and the straight other. Straight after, yeah. like he said, he said that the Premier League is the aim. We know, we know about, we know yeah, what Man City are, and we're going to do our best to try and keep up Man City. So, you talk a big game, yeah, and did. you haven't put your you haven't put your money where your mouth yeah, is. Because lads, I'll be honest with you, like I've had like a, a debate. It's been months now, but basically since we lost the league, and people, and basically it's been two arguments. Maybe you guys could even chime in. So a lot of people are saying we lost the league because Firmino didn't clap enough goals. I was of the belief that we lost the league because we never had enough of a contribution from the midfield. So as you as, as you guys are saying, a Bruno Fernandez or a someone who's more creative and offers that goal threat because yeah. I, I, I generally think it's the it's the latter, right? Because yeah, me too. I think so too. Because when you struggled last season, right, was when you're playing against deep blocks. So like Everton away. Everton yeah. away. I think uh if I look at the games where, you know, even Man United away yeah, right before. when you should you should go there and you should slap Man United silly like that's one of the worst one of the worst Man United scenes it's a shame it's an audio podcast we're getting it hard do you know what's jokes they should have smacked us last year when we played with a poor team we got three injuries but they didn't tap yeah I remember I remember and and so I think in those games where it was, it was, one, was triggered. Yeah, it was yeah, the same it's, one, yeah, yeah. No, but it's it's the it's the it draws. Talking shit in my house. It's the draws. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the draws that cost you. In, my, in, yeah. in, in at the end of the day, and I think this season, what's even harder is that there were there were games last year where you should have drawn, and a bit of luck got you the results. So yeah, I look, yeah. I look at the Everton match. I look at oh, the Spurs so match. Many. Do you know what I mean? Full, like where you know the keeper has done. A madness, from the bullet to the net, from and basically, yeah, exactly. So I think you know you might not get that luck this year. You might get it in other games. You know, like it, it happens, rolling the dice, whatever. But I think what what City have is even if their luck's not on their side, right? They don't get a decision. They still make sixty five chances to score that game. So like, if they don't score, like you see Spurs, the Spurs game, uh, whatever the VAR cost them in the end, but. They had thirty shots that game, right? They were they were trying to make their own luck, mm. right? In 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 churning out a result, just battering teams, battering teams, battering teams. Liverpool are good at that, but I think where you can make a difference is City have so they have so many weapons, right? Mm-hmm. If Aguero's not scoring, Sterling's there. Sterling's not scoring, then you got Mahrez there. If Mahrez is not scoring, then you got De Bruyne. Then if De Bruyne's not scoring, then you got Silva. Then you got Gundogan. Then you got then Jesus off the bench. Then you, uh, then Bernardo Silva as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Then or oh, Fernandinho might slap one in from thirty yards mm-hmm. as well. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Last is so a company because less companies doing it. So I'm like, you need to have these weapons, yeah. not necessarily to win the league in a no, in a normal season, but when you're up against C- when you're un- up yes, against 100%. City, you have you have to have weapons 100%. everywhere. And so with Liverpool, if your front three don't bang or they don't bag or Van Dijk doesn't score from a set piece. Yeah. It's, it's really it's hard where, where your goal's going to come from. It's easier said than done stopping them from scoring. It is, it is easy. Fullbacks. It is easy. It is easier said and than done. And just to play, just to play the uh, devil's advocate as well, I feel like with Liverpool, um, Really, really, and truly, it's only the Premier League that are talking about where they need to get this, this sort, of, this sort of edge because they've made it work. 
Um, their forwards are putting up um, numbers that strikers would be proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Their striker is still putting up decent, decent, decent. Uh, he's, he's still putting mediocre. up okay, decent, mediocre. Okay, decent, decent numbers, but his influence is. But his influence is. His influence yeah. is 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 um, unforgettable. Yeah, yeah. And then the fullbacks are getting unreal numbers in terms of assists. Like Trent has created, um, Trent has created like what, like three clear cut chances already this season. And he's 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 a bloody right back, and mm. he's being mm. bunched in with midfielders. So I feel like for the Premier League. Yes, you can argue they definitely probably would have could have done with one or two midfielders, depending on what um, Ox and Cater's evolution is going to be like. I feel mm. like they're the two that are, that are quite for. different, yeah. that are quite different to your Ginnies, your your Henderson. So they're the two that you're hoping, okay, with some sort of um, regular game time this season, they could come good. But above that, I feel like this squad Liverpool have right now, it may not be good enough to win the Premier League. But I think it's definitely good enough to win the Champions League. Yeah, for sure. Knockout football, for mm. sure. And I'll back. And I'll, and for me. They're my joint favourite to sit again to win it. Because mm-hmm. over two legs, I think it will be tough to beat us. How long was that one? <laughs> oh, um, I've lost count. Um, if you want to move on, let's go to obviously the team that you were talking about. Manchester City made it look easy against Brighton, but that was expected. 4 0. Who cares? Exactly. It's getting boring. It's getting boring. It's actually wild. It's actually wild. That's how good they are. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I see City are playing a minnow, on Sky Sports, I probably won't tune in. What's, yeah. the, what's, the, what's point? the point? Mm. They're going to whoop him. They slapped Burton 9-0 last season. <laughs> that was evil. <laughs> yeah. That was evil. I watched that game for the banter because I knew it was going to be our banging, but yeah, I didn't know they were going to be that Rampant. evil. That was evil. They should have charged Pep for GBH. He's a sick man. You know you talk about mentality, yeah? He went into that second leg 9-0 up and still played the first team. He didn't care. Mm. He didn't care. He wants to win at all costs. He doesn't care. That's relentless. Mm-hmm. But he can do that because whilst we're talking about first team, all the players that you've mentioned will not start a game together. But there's so much quality in there's that. So much depth. That's why Mourinho said, um, what did he go? The teams that come in the league are uh, City, Liverpool, Tottenham, and City's B team. <laughs> and, and this is because a- they can rotate. <laughs> And still be so calm. And this is what I mean about Jurgen Klopp um, attracting some of these players to even want to sit bench. Because yeah. right now with Man City, fair enough, you heard it with Leo Sane this summer, but really and truly, everyone's laughing at him. Everyone was saying to Mahrez, oh, Mahrez, he's ruined himself, he's killed himself. Mahrez is on a Premier League title. He won, and he won, he won the quadruple last year in, in, in the to league. To be fair to him, this season he started very well. Exactly. Mm. It and just takes some players longer to adapt to a certain style of football. Mm. Even, even and still, his quality. Yeah. And even still, the, the overall point is that if you're fostering a winning mentality, players are going to come to, players are going to want to join you, whether it's Who's on the, the bench. Yeah. So, yeah, but they, you know, they keep doing what they're doing, man. That was a game they were going to win all day long, man. So, they got their cutback goals. Aguero got his finesses into the top bins. Yeah, they beat Perrin as Perrin. Yeah, mm. the goals are <laughs> it's it's, crazy. It's, it's basic of basic City moves, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we've seen it's, it's crazy that they're, that, that, they're, they're normalising that they're brilliant. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like they win games before balls even kicked. It's like that reverence is like raw. It's, it's almost like what United used to have under Fergie. Yeah. <laughs> like, but in the tunnel, Fergie's won. Can't yeah. I, I can't know these three guys being in the same room next time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is you receive serious payment today about United. <laughs> <laughs> I said a payment, but I, I think I speak about this about United. Oh, it's a time. It's just annoying that people are saying it to me. I'm like, I like, man. I, <laughs> I say it myself enough times, man. <laughs> Let's get to the end and start wrapping up. Let's do team of the week this week. You have two options in goal, either between Laurie or Debravka. Loris. What was the Newcastle score? One, mm. one, 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 I believe. You both forget the minute. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't really see much in Newcastle game, so I give it to Lewis. He made a couple of good saves. Yeah, he did. Lewis is the goalkeeper. Right back, Trent Alexander Arnold or Ryan Fredericks for West Ham. Trent. Yep. He scored a he scored a Dino, man. <laughs> On goal. Dino mm. Exactly. Ah, I did either. So, so the yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. the fact that it's Ronaldinho, he meant it. Exactly. So it's Trent, yeah. Yeah, Trent. Yeah, Trent. Trent. Uh, left back, Masuaku or Ben Chilwell. Um, ooh, that's a hard one. Masuaku, a really good Masuaku. game. Yeah, yeah. Masuaku. Because I don't rate him at all, but he was good. Nah, he's decent. <laughs> you know, he's decent. He's better than he's better than what I initially thought. I like, thought. I like his feet. Though. I feel, like, yeah, I love his feet. But I feel like he's brainless. He is, mm. Mm. and he can't that's defend. Right. Yeah, he can't defend, but. Uh, centre back options, Vesta guard. Oh, sorry, sorry, must must work, right? Yeah, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, centre back options, Vesta guard, Shah, Van Dyke, or something. Vesta guard, he, he was imperious. Like he defended, like his life was on the That's line. Different word, imperious. You know what I mean? And on top of that, he scored the goal to get a team a point. Yeah, I, I felt like it was easy to get at though. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't like, want to give it. To I want I want to put Vestergaard in there just because of how robbed I think this guy is and the fact that <laughs> he's, he's not he's not the worst defender though. I think he's I think he's horrible. No, he's not good at all. I don't really. I think he's a horrible. So, no, I'm saying he's not their worst defender. Who's worst? Yoshida. Yoshida. Uh, yeah. Nah, Yoshida actually puts some oh. decent. Oh. Um, who? Who, what, who? Oh my days! Oh, who? Oh, okay. who? Sorry, then it's Jack Stevens. Jack Stevens. Jack Stevens. I haven't seen him since the Arsenal game. We got sent off. What's he doing these days? I don't know, but he's he's shocking. He's shocking. Jack Stevens is terrible. Sucks us. He's shocking. Hey, last of all, was going through hell at that club, didn't it? Yeah. No, I've seen his forwards. I'm not gonna lie. Shea had a yeah. Shea had a good game. Shaw. I'm sorry. I'm going for Van Dijk and Shaw. Van Dijk and Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. Best of God, get a mensch. I'm 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 going I'm going share. Fair play, fair play. So it's Van Dijk and Shaw. Um, centre mid options for midfield, obviously. Gunduzi, Winks, Wijnaldum, Delph, Silva, or Tielemans. Silva, Gunduzi, number two. I don't need to think about this. Yeah, Gunduzi, 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 and David Silva again. I think Fabinho had a great game as well. Yeah, Fabinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. In fact, yeah, I think Fabinho is one of the best players this weekend. Full stop. Yeah, Fabinho. Yeah, I missed him, but he goes in the team. So it's Gunduzi, Silva, and Fabinho. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know this guy wants to put Winks in there. But no, 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 we're not fine. letting him. I'm not, <laughs> we're not letting him. I want to put Winks in there. I'm gonna, I'm, that's fine. That's fine. That's David Silva yeah. was was class. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right wing. So who's me for free? Silva, Silva, and Fabinho, and Ganduzi. Okay, cool. Uh, right wing: Richarlison, Mares, or Yarmolenko. Uh, Richarlison. Yeah, two yeah, goals. Richarlison. Yeah, Richarlison. Left wing: Mane. Daniel James or Alex Iwobi? Daniel James. Uh, that's a tough one. Daniel James. You put right. Daniel James Daniel in there? James. I, I think it's a bit sentimental though, isn't it? Sentimental? You feel like you've... Daniel James. <laughs> <laughs> Money. You don't know, bro. Money. I don't, I don't do sentimental in this house, bro. <laughs> I'm going to say Iwobi. You're putting Iwobi there? Yeah, I'll put Iwobi. He had a good game. Ooh, that's, that's tough. No, they've had the same already as Daniel James. I put, I put it. Here, <laughs> no, give it. You can give it, James. Because we we'll with James. Give him something. Give him something, give him something to smile about. I don't want to give Man United any dubs. Oh, oh, you see, you see, you see. Give him something to smile about. He's been frowning this whole episode, man. It's a pull over there. And your striking options are Vardy, Haller, or Aguero. Oh, that is hard, man. It's Vardy. Vardy. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Score two, create one. But. That Aguero, wow, Aguero did as well, and those Aguero goals, man. Who but Vardy's goal as well. Aguero assisted um, somebody. Bernardo for the last one. Was that, that was a basic assist. Oh, it's an assist. No, it's, it's an assist. assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an assist. It's not Pepe assist. So that's why I said, you see, you see this guy? This guy's a French guy. It counts. 
So who is it? Vardy, I think Aguero's goals though. Yeah. Aguero's goals. I'm going for I'm going for Vardy. I'll go for Vardy as well. Vardy for the quality of his right. of goals. I've been outvoted. Vardy is then top bins. Who gets it? That's top bins. What? So best goal. Best goal. The weekend. Sorry. Oh, yeah. um, it has to be, it has to be top bins. I, I think Vardy's was extraordinary. The log. And it has to be top bins. It has to be top bins. It has to be top bins. Aguero, Aguero, then yeah. Slap two in the top bins. Yeah. So which one is it? Which one is it? Second one. I like the second one, yeah. Second one. Girl's so cold, man. Bro, he's so good, man. Kane's better, though. You reckon? Yeah, marginally. Wait, let's not get into this. It's been been ongoing. This has been... How long have we been recording for so far? What, 26? We've got time. Let's do it. Oh, no. Kane's better. Nah, this is open. It's not bad, but Kane is better. Why? Why? Hey, brother, brother, brother. Fam. You put on too much weight. I feel like... There you go. The reason why I feel like Kane is better because because over a full season I feel like Harry Kane will score more than Aguero nowadays. And second of all, I feel like his overall play as a striker is just at an unreal level now, in my opinion. I know he's not had a great start to the season, and I know obviously Aguero he does get assists, but I feel like Aguero is helped by the fact that he's in that tiki taka system where by he's 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 the he's the second man before the third man who then scores the goal and so on and so forth. But I genuinely think. In open play, watching both play, I feel like Kane is a If Kane was in that City squad, he'd score more than he would. I think he would. Not sure. I think, I think, think he would. Do, do, do you know I'm asking that? Because Aguero has not scored Kane when Kane's been in the Premier League. Mm. But his first season, but he came in like Jan. But with Aguero, he gets like these niggling injuries though, isn't he? He does, but Harry Kane was injured. Harry Kane's been out injured past three? two seasons. For like three months, two, yeah. three seasons now that yeah. where he's missing. And he's still hitting 30 a season. My thing is, other other people in our WhatsApp group think this is um, it's like it's 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 not even open, it's not even open for debate, right? But personally, I think I think maybe two seasons, two years ago, I was leaning towards Kane more. But I think when that's when Pep first came in, and uh, he wasn't really liking Aguero too much. Mm. Like he was like, I'm not sure if this guy can come in and play my football. But the guy is just so good that he's now changed his style of play almost yeah. to fit into yes. Pep's system and he's still slapping goals like I get what you're saying like the injuries and stuff Kane outscoring him but whenever this guy is in the team he's you are frightened of him right I don't think he ever really goes through bad periods of form he's either just injured or he's in the team scoring yeah. whereas yeah, yeah, with yeah. Kane I think his form can dip he's a bit more temperamental but than I Aguero like, I feel like Kane's more clutched than Aguero in the Champions League I'll agree with that. I think yeah. Champions League, Kane is more clutch. International stage, Kane is more clutch. So, as I said, Kane plays. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not that. <laughs> no, Aguero plays. Aguero plays, though. Aguero plays Aguero for Argentina. Plays. Yeah. Aguero plays. Aguero and plays. It's, yeah. not, it's not to say that, oh, yeah, I think Kane is way better than him. I think it's marginal. I don't think it's by much. And for the past three, four years, I've always said I think um, Aguero is the top striker. But for me now, 26 years old, he's a big man in this thing, Harry Kane. He's been doing this for years now. Yeah. And I think yeah. I think over the past two years especially, his all-round game has got to, for me, almost... Not Firmino. It's not. It's nowhere near Firmino levels. But I feel like his all-round game is class. Better than um, Aguero's. So if he's scoring more, and I feel like his all-round game is better, why can't I rate him as a better striker? Here's another one for you, Carl. I was asked this morning, so... Sadio Mane. Raheem Sterling, Mohamed Salah, rank up. Uh, Salah number one, um, Mane number two, and Sterling number three. Same order for me. I'm going Mane, Salah, Sterling. I went Salah, Sterling, Mane. Are you mad? Sterling over Mane? Yeah. How? 
What does he do better than money? I think he's better than him. How? So, okay. Well, you want to talk about the whole aspects of everything? Just give me that. But basically, they're all impactful footballers. I mean, everything they've done for both of their clubs is sensational. Um, what I feel that Sterling has over Sane, uh, Mane, so I say Sane, goodness, I won't do a thing again. Over Mane is, number one, before I get into the whole technicals, they're both very, very dodgy shooters. I'll give them that. Nah, man. Money is an excellent shooter. His his technique is his technique is it may look scruffy. But he's, he's, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I know he's, he can be scruffy. That's not that's not my issue. Like I just I don't consider them both as what clinical. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes money can miss. Money misses. That's, that's, that's the point. Money that, misses. That's, that's that's but I'm not saying I'm not saying they're bad shooters. I'm oh, just okay, saying they're not clinical. So that's why I wouldn't put them near. Salah, because I feel like if you give Salah five chances, four of them are in. I don't agree with that. Nah, I, I think, think so. I, I think, think Salah misses a lot as well. But yeah. I, feel I like, think he's a killer. I feel like I these men, they, they all miss a lot, but, but their movement is is at such an elite so, level. Yeah, that was the all three of them, all three of them are so chances. intelligent. Yeah. Like all three of them, their their numbers are obscene. They're scary. crazy, so crazy. And don't get me wrong, when I say that, it's not like a disrespect Salah. I don't think I'm money. I don't think like there's a a big gap between this mm-hmm. one and this one. I think, one I think it's one. preference. That's <laughs> so we could have the debate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's small, small, intricate details. But um, nah, for me, I think there's a. I know Sterling is killing it, but for me, I feel like there's a clear gap between um, him and Money. Between Salah, so I feel like Salah and Money are here, and Sterling is here. Like what's, Sterling, what's Money's? What's the gap that's got Money above Sterling? I think he's just a better all-round player than Sterling. I think he's a better dribbler than Sterling. I think he's more intelligent with the ball than, than Raheem. With the ball, not without the ball. With the ball than Raheem Sterling. I think he's a better shooter from long from long range than um, Raheem Sterling. I just think Mane, for me, if I'm if I want he's someone who's going to be the MVP for me, I think he can carry. I think he can carry a team more than than. You than said Raheem you said that um, he's not as intelligent off the ball as Sterling. No, on the ball as Sterling. No, no, who, who, did, no, I said that you're saying that Stur- Mane is not as intelligent off the ball. No, no, Mane is intelligent, but I feel like Sterling, in terms of off the ball movement, is yeah. elite. I feel like maybe only, maybe only like Sa- maybe only like Salah and Salah and Aubameyang. I think maybe like he's in there, he's in there. Yeah, like, yeah, in terms okay, of yeah, the amount of tappings he gets. But I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying, mm. with, I'm saying with the ball, when the chips are down, this Mane guy is a joke. You like he's not Sterling. Nah, man, it's look, weird, case, because, case because in point, I, I Champions, League, Champions League final, when they beat us 2-0, Liverpool weren't great, but no. Mane was head and shoulders their best attacker. Oh, that's fair. When he's on the ball, you don't, you can't take it off him, and he's always making stuff happen. We don't we don't notice it. Defensively, offensively, he's always considering, making stuff happen. Consider, considering considering, always, considering always, the always, amount always, of um, important goals that Sterling has scored for City late, mm-hmm. and in general, a lot of them are not tappings. I'm not saying they're tappings. I'm not saying they're They're quite similar to the goals you're talking about with... Sadio Mane. No, I don't I mean, see. Yeah. I, I think if in in terms of like the clutch moments, etc., I think Sterling is Sterling is, is City's guy. If you look if you look at it like when they when they're, the, the 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 chips are down and they need a goal, like two seasons ago, it's Sterling. Remember at the start of the season he was scoring. Last minute against yeah. like four or five, four yeah. or five teams. Yeah. Even the Champions, yeah. League, last year. Champions yeah. League against Spurs. He was yeah. the one that's popping up. Yeah, he's you know the MVP, I mean? but I just think um, Mane's more of an MVP. I think I just think it's a preference thing to be honest, because I think if you put 
take them out of their team, swap them over. You know what I mean? You're going to be getting similar output yeah, regardless, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, similar, yeah. Same, same, the same, the same, same type, same type of goals. Do you know as we? So like, I think, I think, like what you're saying about, I think Mane's better off both feet shooting, right? But yeah. then, but Sterling shooting off his left is still pretty good. Do you know what it I mean? Is, yeah, and yeah, yeah, both yeah. of them from both outside, but both of them from outside the box. Do you know what I mean? They're really good on their right foot. Do you know? So like, I, I just think it's a preference thing, really. Mm. What about you? You've been quiet, bro. I'm quiet for a reason. I'm, 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 You're not, chilling. I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm asking the questions right here. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Quick, quick question. Something that's re- bothered me about Salah of late. Okay. Is he a good dribbler? Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't think like. Yes. In terms of, so he like, might look scruffy, maybe, right? But he beats a man. He reminds me. He reminds me of um, Luis Suarez in that sense that you know. He, yeah, like, it's, it's like t- tight control. I'm with you. Yeah. But but I mean like in terms of like you know the Sadio Mane where's like like one on one. Like he's sort yeah. of running at a defender. I'm not, I'm not confident with Salah. It's, it's like, Salah Sal- 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 defenders, man. Salah can kill you, man. Salah can kill you. I think he's more, a great more technical whilst Salah just... Mm-hmm. I don't like... Uh, for so me, so I don't... Salah just... Oh, so Mane's just more aesthetic. aesthetic That's right, yeah. For me, I don't really... I don't... I hate ranking them because for me to rank them basically means I have to pit one against each other and say, oh, this one's better than this one because this, that, and other. I love all those players. And I really think... and. Bef- we said it on our pod l- last year, like, if Salah keeps this up, the whole world-class debate about what, is he world-class or not, it has to get thrown out the window. He is world-class. And right now, for me, he's head and shoulders the know, best wide forward in what's the funny about, What's class. funny about that is, for the people that love statistics so much, when they brought up um, him and Hazard to me, I said, you know what, you love, if you love statistics so much, I can put the statistics onto you. Hazard was at Chelsea for how long? Seven years? Yeah, seven seasons. And it was his last season they reached 100 goals. Mm. How far away is Salah from that in two years? He's really about 20 wasn't, it, wasn't it like 77 in 70? So he got, he got in league goals, he's on, he got 54 after last season, I think. Okay. Because so, he got 32 and 22. Like so. Two mm. See, yeah. so he's, in terms of numbers. He, could, he would get it midway through He's running next season. clear. He could, mm. he, he could eclipse... Has those goals? Well, we we far for the statistical lovers. We it? actually discussed this in our group chat earlier on this week, and we were. I even asked the question nonchalantly. I said, "How long are we gonna? How long do we have to wait before um, we are, we can officially start saying Salah's better than Hazard?" Because um, Hazard, I still think I still think Hazard is the better player for now because Hazard yeah, of course, yeah. Hazard is is more than goals. Like it's taken me years. To, I'm I'm the biggest Hazard hater, and I'll even say it now. Like it's more than goals. Look to your right. <laughs> I'm the biggest <laughs> Hazard hater because I feel like people put him on a level that he that he's, he's not. He's, not. He, he's never been at in my opinion. Fair? But he's he's. You just have to watch him and Salah play. Yeah. He's better than Salah, but I just think the rate Salah is going, the gap is shortening and shortening yes, and shortening. It's going to get to a point where it's almost... It's like Harry Kane. For me, Harry Kane and Aguero. Four, four five years ago, you'd be saying all day long, Aguero is way better than Kane. Mm-hmm. But now... I have, I have a question, right, on this Hazard thing. And this is, what, this is what my main criticism of Hazard is, is that if Hazard has a quality game, yeah, right. his team could still lose the match. Yeah. Whereas all of these other players that you bring that they, they bring into this category like top draw, world class, etc. etc. right? Yeah. If Salah has ten out of ten game, right? Because and the, the game I'll use is France versus Belgium. Yeah, they said that's one of Hazard's best games that he's ever played, etc. 
and his team got knocked out, right? And I'm like, if this guy's supposed to be the difference maker, like even if you're not scoring the goals or whatever, your team surely shouldn't lose the match. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, so okay, he's putting uh, when people compare him, it's the names you hear is Neymar, uh, Bale, Salah. Uh, who else? I think that's it. The three? Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. no, the, people are saying that he's better than Neymar, so we, that's 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 where that's, drives, what that's where it drives my my. That's my, why I got angry. I was like, criticism. apart from, I mean, I don't know. Apart from Neymar, in terms of his overall play and the impact he's made for his clubs, because people said to me, "Oh, but at Barcelona you play with Messi." I said, like, "Okay, I'll bring this forward to you." When Messi was injured for three months, he was the man that carried the, the mantle. Yeah, he, yeah. he was the guy that scored a lot of goals, created assists. When they were when they had that PSG comeback, who was the key man in that game? Mm-hmm. The free kick, the overall impact of his game, the assists, the everything it was incredible. Was incredible. Now you compare it to Hazard. Don't get me wrong. Hazard, when he's had his best seasons, Chelsea have won the league. Yeah, I disagree. Can't debate. I felt like on, I felt like. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, I'll pass it, let me land. <laughs> um, I, that's, my, that's my personal opinion anyway. And I feel like his best game where he made an impact and scored goals was his family game for Chelsea. Because he tucked away Arsenal. League, yeah. He uh, tucked Arsenal away. Nah, I don't think that's his best game for... I think that's his best game in terms of if he's, if he's scoring and winning the game for the club. Other than that, maybe the, um, the Tottenham game. When it confirmed Leicester as champions, and it was like, and it was a point, it was a, it was and, a nothing game, and it was a nothing. That's the whole Chelsea. point. You didn't achieve anything from that. You your win helped another team win the league, whereas in this game, at least you achieved something. something you've you've grabbed something with it. So, if you look at Neymar, if you look at Bale, I mean Bale with all these injuries, people say he's not this thing anymore. But clutch finals. I can tell you two Chelsea finals. This is what I've always scored said. the goal Chelsea, and then Chelsea, scored the okay kick. Even, but Bale. even even the season four, even his last season, Hazard's better than Bell, but Bell's just clutch, and these yeah. players are just simply more clutch than Hazard. But that's what puts them above in that, him because in that when category. you need someone to get you in the when game, the chips are down. You can say they've done it. Let's see. Anyway, let's see what he does for. Madrid. For Madrid yeah, this season, isn't it? Because so. anyway. we've already seen so far. He's injured though, isn't he? At the he is. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we've seen, we seen, we seen it already though this season when Madrid, the, the chips are down. Gareth Bell, even though everything's against him mm-hmm. at the club, he's the one that's stepping up to, yeah, is, to yeah. put ball in the net, which is one thing. Which, so which is why I've said, like, I don't think Hazard has had that same level of dragging his team through to, 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 to getting somewhere. Because if you look at him without a striker, in front of him, but this is what I said about him. I think, and I think this is. I think you had the same issue I have with the, the Hazard fans. I've never looked at him and said drop numbers, but when you put him along these guys and say you can do what they do, I you have to, drop, to drop the same numbers. Yeah. This is it. This I is for it. me. It's, it's this a is thing it. where, like, I think he's too much of a football purist. See, in the earlier debate, I was talking about Salah. I don't think as Eden Hazard has had that ruthless streak. Yeah, he's, he's not a killer. killer. He's no, not a ruthless, no. nasty S. Yeah, he's not a killer. He ain't a killer. He's not a nasty okay. S. If that's not part of him, that's not part of him. But don't put him in categories with killers. Because yeah. he, he even said he likes to, he likes to assist. He likes to watch his skills. He doesn't necessarily love scoring. Mm. The thing is, he does. He, he puts up numbers. Let's let's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He, does, he does, puts up. He puts up very good numbers. But it's just that like the players that we're comparing him to. Uh, for me, for me, his quality is that good that his. His numbers in comparison to Bell. If Bell has high numbers, you can overlook that because him as a player, mm-hmm. he's simply better. 
Um, even Salah, with his incredible play, incredible numbers, him as a player is simply better. But when you're, when you're, when you're, when you have the audacity to put him in the brackets of like your Griezmanns and your Neymars, players who are similar to you in terms of your technical ability and are completely dwarfing you in terms of numbers, that's where I get the hump, mm-hmm. and that's what I don't like. Mm. That's where we have to leave it. I'm afraid, guys. <laughs> that was a solid one, still. Yeah, it was. Adrian, where can we find you? Oh, so you, uh, you can find me on Twitter at AD, so at AYY underscore D and on 40s. But uh, m- most importantly, um, follow please follow my podcast, Top 4 Podcast. So T O P, the number 4, and then podcast. Yeah, love. So we're going to find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, so same handle, so it's Tapping Toe, so T A P I N. T-O-B-S. Dan, where can we find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me Insta, Twitter, same uh, handle at Dan Coogs. That's D-A-N-K-O-O-G-S. But make sure you follow our podcast as well at Tapping Football, all one word. Sharp. Please. <laughs> Coach, where can they find us? You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and pitch the MM. I can't say radio football anymore because that's a Man, you know that, unfortunately. So, shout out Connor for that. Um, but good luck in your writing and all that. And yeah, you can find us free in midfield for number three. Yeah. This has been another episode of Free Football Podcast. Good night. <laughs>